We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Pre-recording going, and then we'll get our basics coming here. Mm-hmm. All right, we are recording. We are I think we're pretty much good. Let me lure my mic and adjust my butt in my chair a little bit here. We got some we'll talking. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let me go a little swig. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's do it. Give me the call, man. Give me the give me the signal. I'll give you the countdown. Mm-hmm. What's up, par five? Three, two, one. All right. The last word with Ivantis, and we are live. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to digest. So much. Man, oh man, I'm disheveled. I'm I'm operating on no sleeve. But I don't care. <laughs> but he's a trooper. He's a trooper out here in these. Out here, I don't, so. yeah, man, I don't care. Bungie has wow, wow, there's a lot to unpack here. E, what's going on, man? What is going on? So, got a workout in, squeezed it in before all this started. I'm driving over, I'm like, hmm, let me see if I can get a haircut. Crap, Google mm-hmm. Stadia starts. I'm literally getting my haircut, being the rudest person in the world. I already apologized to the person cutting my Same. hair, watching, literally watching the Stadia thing go on. I was like, I know something's gonna be in here, I know something's gonna be here, and they're like, Founders Edition. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it comes with what. <laughs> so Stadia started it early, which is why they had their timing that way. So Stadia mm-hmm. went early. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. So Founders Edition of Stadia, like yeah. everything in Destiny 2 Shadow Keep smashed in all there. So if you want to play on Stadia, uh, yeah, so there's that. And then mm-hmm. the hour-long stream from Bungie, which before we get going, yeah. I do have to say, I think mm-hmm. you can tell the... Um, mm-hmm. The, the the grip has been lifted a little bit. They were yeah. they were free. They were they they talked more candidly in that video, especially mm. Mark and Luke in the beginning, than oh, I've ever yeah. seen them talk. Like they were just yeah. like they were just this their whole demeanor and everything like that was just they got to say what they wanted to. They knew they know mm-hmm. they're not gonna spoil everything, but they're mm-hmm. not, hey, we can do whatever we want to. Hey, the internet. Yeah, it's all black. Like whatever it is, they want. Like they were able to address everything, and I liked just the tone of how it started. So yeah, the, the candor, the candor, mm-hmm. just pure transparency. You felt like a release. You felt a freedom. You you sensed it in the way they were taught. They were they were truly being themselves. And again, I don't want to use you know scapegoat stuff, but there was no overlords over them. They were being them. And, and that is that was refreshing to see, especially the way it started. It was just like two bros that love Destiny talking about Destiny and, and say, hey, let's get to it, you know? So that was good. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, the leaks were fairly true that got out there. Um, mm-hmm. I tried not to get those too much through my my channels, but they were definitely out mm-hmm. there. So if you saw them, Shadow Keep mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. comes in the fall. And they're not really batting an eye. It's September 17th. So you got Borderlands 3 on the 13th. And then Destiny on 
the seventeenth. So yeah, yeah, they're basically saying, "What's, What's up? good? What's up? What's up? <laughs> we not moving. What's up? What's good?" I listen. Whoa, whoa, right? That was the first. Nate, we texted nobody each other. Called that, yeah. Nobody called that because I'll be the first to admit, I was running scared. I'd have been like, you know, we'd move our date back. I'm cool. They were like, "No, we good. We good with where we at." And um, it was that's. That was a power move, man. That's a power <laughs> move. That that is confidence in what you are doing. And let's be honest, if they would have moved it, would we have been upset? Like would we 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 would have understood the climate. We would have understood. Yeah. But, yeah. But for them to do that, like, wow. So we we're talking 17th, right? What are we talking? September 17th, yeah. So it's a Tuesday. Mm. So we've got like a two-week kind of break, I guess, because the season pass really goes through mm-hmm. August, is what they said. And mm-hmm. really, if it was August 27th through like September second or whatever mm-hmm. would have been the last week of the previous season and we've mm-hmm. got like i guess a two-week downtime which may be your transitions if you're doing other things which mm-hmm. they talked about and we're just going to open this other can of worms let's go mm-hmm. cross save everywhere wow. xbox wow. playstation pc and the new player in the game stadia all stadia. four like literally you playing on Stadia on your Google phone, which I've got Apple, so they said that might come later, but playing on your Google phone, sit home at your computer, mm-hmm. log up, log into Steam, by the way, mm-hmm. who swung wow. the big, who swung Huge. the, who swung for, and that's funny, like, they're going to be like, Epic, oh, you got Borderlands? You got those? Steam's like, Destiny. <laughs> Just <laughs> dropping the mic on Destiny. Yeah, that was big, man. And they, 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 they did, uh, what was it, uh, the Microsoft partnership with, with Halo as well. So um, Steam's back in the game, fighting strong, you know? Obviously, mm. we knew Epic was out here being very aggressive. I was so, like, Steam um, has a lot of money, too. So don't, don't, yeah. don't, it's like, the, they may just be sitting there, but they mm-hmm. have a lot of money they've saved up, too. So no question about yeah, that. that. That was powerful. That was powerful. And, and oh, I got stuff, so much to unpack. No, no, I know. Yeah, I was like, there's, there's going to be tirades and tangents yeah. and things like that. So uh, if you guys are listening to this on audio, this may be all over the place. And yes. long one in advance because uh, it's however mm-hmm. long this man can stay awake. But between what we've got with Shadowkeep, uh, the stops about Stadia, mm-hmm. uh, we've got Season of Opulence because the raid launched and thoughts mm-hmm. about how that's going so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the raid race, like we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We're kind of going reverse order of news. We're going to hit with just what happened and then work back to Season of Opulence toward the end because mm-hmm. I know you guys want to hear about Shadowkeep and all this stuff going on first. So mm-hmm. for Shadowkeep, where do you want to start? Do you want to do... You, I'll let you kind of take, um, just take a topic and go because we're just going to have to hit all we want. Yeah, man. I mean, for me, you know, shout out to that Lord Attic. I was talking with him and, you know, it was basically a sequence of events. It's it's the the cross, you know, say we got that. And that's what I was focusing on at first. Before you were Shadowkeep, and I'm just thinking, man, barriers, man. Like, Destiny is the ultimate friend game. And, you know, just between me and you before we're doing this podcast, right? Like, you know, you're on PC, I'm on Xbox, I got a dedicated clan, you know, you made the move over, you're, you're seeing how much better it is, and I'm just like, man, and then, you know, finally, when they went free, right? They you're like, you off it. No. Yep, you're like, there's no come excuse on. now. Come on. Vanilla's it, come on. Like, you're roping me in, I'm like, all right, all right. Got the new rig, boom. So, just to hear that, and to think of all the stories, shout out to Gaming Forte, I was on a podcast with him, Brad Podcast last night, and we were just talking, and what's funny is, he literally put this in the in the in the air because we're talking about it, and he's like, "Yo, you know, we, you know, obviously the, the stadium lose leaked yes last night," and he's like, "Yo, um, what if like they gave everyone like an entry point of free, right?" So you're like, nailed that one too, yeah. I'm like, boom, and I'm like, bro, you were on it. So um, you know, just want to start with the cross table. I'll get right to the shadow key, which is 
that dude, you don't have to understand how tremendous this is. Like this is an iconic moment for the franchise and no more barriers. Everyone's playing together. And I, I, I could name so many users of that's players of destiny that's like hey i'm on ps4 hey you know what i'm saying i'm pc hey oh, yeah. and it's just like we love this game but can't play together okay. now you reinvigorate the base you get everybody together shout out to dio mental it's overwhelming he said What's i up, need man? new pair <laughs> bro it is such a, i was talking to neo like people are hitting me it's all it was an emotional thing like Yo, we're going to play together, bro. Like, yep. that is insane. I just moved my character. So that's first. Let's get Shadow King. Okay. Shadow King, man. But I heard Eris's voice, E. Yeah, they did that reveal in, like, Stadia got the reveal trailer first. What do you think first. of that, actually? Yeah. yeah. So nice. do, you, do, you, do you still, are you still holding to your um, Xbox oh, yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, you oh, think yeah. they're going to have oh, something oh, on there, absolutely. too? Oh, okay. Absolutely. It does not stop. We do not stop, baby. We going down. Like, like, I seriously. think they just did it all. I don't know if they're going to do it again, but nah, all right. Listen, listen. They got to demo what it was, again, huh? No, this, this is why. This is why. Because the reason being is, look at the, listen to the mentality, right? Everything is no barriers right yeah. everywhere if you look on the screen xbox was not eliminated clearly so now this and, and they took some shots luke smith and them took some shots when it came to like exclusive stuff with exotics and they took a lot of activision shots in my opinion oh, yeah. i thought yeah. there's there some subliminals out there you know what oh, I'm saying? So that's one very very apparent one so yes so to me all this is so smart like the stadia thing they're out there and streaming Get it in more devices. Stadia's not for everybody, but look, there's going to be people that utilize that, that yeah. don't have a console, that don't have a box, that maybe have like a, you have a potato. You could run it at 10 to 86. Well, like the funny thing browser. is, though, like if I wanted to go up and they're like, hey, there's something mm -hmm. going on for the weekend, I'll log in for Destiny. If you mm -hmm. do get Stadia and you just get the UltraCast or whatever, and I go up and I take my controller and the UltraCast up mm -hmm. to my parent, my wife's parents' house. And I mm -hmm. go up there and I'm like, hey, can I do that? Like, at least want to log in as her or, you know, yeah. do what I'm going to do. I don't know if I can record a video, but I could, I could yeah. literally just take the cast, go play, and yeah. be good to go. Just because I have that right. Stadia access. And then come back home, sit on my computer, and boot up, oh. boot it up on Steam. Like, just the flexibility of the cross-save pieces is huge. Like, my nephews that are always on PS4, they could literally yeah. walk to my brother's computer, sit down, and be like, hey, what's up, guys? Now I'll play with them. I can help them with content. Like... Because they could jump in Ooh. and be like, hey, it's like they both need mm -hmm. Whisper of the War and be like, all right, jump in my backpack. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take you each through <laughs> one at a time on their account and stuff like that. Like just the I mean, shout out to Fallout Plays. He's one of those that mm -hmm. I've wanted to play with forever. And he's always on PS4. Yeah. Now, the curiosity will be some that have consoles and computers and stuff like that. When you go controller, keyboard, mm -hmm. mouse. And that's one of the reasons I do think cross play mm -hmm. minus probably the infrastructure for them is going to take them time to get to the cross play. Yes. I think that's one of those pieces that is probably in their mind is like, we know everybody was like, hey, you know, what is it? Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of what recently. Dauntless is cross-play. Right, uh, right. Call of Duty is that cross-play as well? Or cross, mm -hmm. that's cross-play. Yeah. So, it, I mean, those, but, the, but those are, they have a lot more money behind them. Yeah. <laughs> they have the Epics, it, they have the Activisions, they have the mm -hmm. money to go, hey, this is also a thing. Bungie's like, okay, we're at least going to use our API played anywhere. Mm -hmm. We're going to work on the rest because that's going to take right. some time. So, I'm, this is a huge, huge step, I think, to get it started. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you nailed it, E, because I, I literally think it's it's baby steps. And I literally think it's one of those things that also, let's be honest, from a balanced perspective, you know, we see what's going on, like, with other games. Like, 
if you have you know PCs out here, 60 plus frames and stuff like that, so they're gonna have an inherent advantage. Mouse, mouse and keyboard is gonna have that inherent advantage. So this thing has to be done right. So I still think that's a little ways away. Yep. I think it's coming, but I think it's a ways away. But but to me, cross progression is so much more important right now in the immediate. Like you said, you had to play with your, your fam. You know what I mean? Anybody that you know you couldn't. That is just that's really tremendous. You know what I'm saying? So that was the first thing off the bat. As far as back to the, you know, the Stadia thing, I think, like I said, this is just them expanding, spreading their wings, getting this thing out on more devices, getting people who've never played Destiny a chance to get into that ecosystem, getting that base up, right? So that's one. Two, the reason what Microsoft, again, I see is that they're going to do their xCloud solution at um, E3, right? Yep. In my opinion, there's no way that Destiny is not part of that. You know what I mean? It, again, the, the mentality that I'm seeing from Bungie is we are not restricting you. Get I can't see them can. saying, yeah, I can't see them saying, and un unless, again, which I feel this is, a, you know, really far-fetched, you know, some contractual agreement that Stadio says only our streaming platform, that I got to see, but I doubt it. So that was that, but back to Shadow King. Well, I was going to say, right wait, now. before you get into that, actually, Oh, go, 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 you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 well, no, it was like, Cross Save is huge, like, I think, like, mm -hmm. we could harp mm -hmm. on that for a long time for stories and things like that, and just crossing back mm -hmm. and forth. But mm -hmm. the one thing I want to talk about is for cross save too. Before we mm -hmm. get into actually the, like the nitty gritty of the new stuff, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want I want to make like kind of a separation here and say sure. the 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 influx of new people. From, oh, from so this is what I want. This is the reason why I want to go in this order because I know you want to talk about go Shadow Keep. No, no, but wait, we wait. We got a lot to talk about. But Destiny to New Light. Woo! Now this this is. What well, you just got done saying, like, hey, this is a thing, like we were talking about yesterday, and all of the stuff going on. So I don't want to take the take the honor here. I want to let you explain what New Light is mm -hmm. to well, to everybody listening. Yeah, what? basically, the vibe I got from it was just that you know the problem always inherently been with Destiny is when you try to get someone on board, right? And it's like, hey, I, I want to play with you guys. That looks cool, you know, Forsaken or whatever. All right, cool. Well, now you got to get it. Then you got to get the base game. Then you got to play the campaign. Then you got to beat this. Then you got to beat, you know, Osiris. Then you got to beat Walmart. By the time they're doing all that old content, they're so disinterested to try to, you know what I'm saying, to get to you. Oh, yeah. That it, it becomes a disconnect. So the way mm -hmm. it seems New Light works is, boom, you jump in, you start literally D1-ish, right? At, like uh, you're you born to like college. the first mission, it seems like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you just come through and then, um, you know, you, you, you get you get going. And at that point, there's no restriction. You can go wherever you want. Those planets are not locked out, so to speak. Now, I guess the vibe I'm getting is, I guess, maybe end game content. Then it's like, OK, you're going to have to commit to that planet, so to speak, and, 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 yeah, and buy that expansion. That's the vibe I'm getting. But correct me if I'm wrong. What are you getting from? OK, so New Light is going to have everything through Destiny 2 year one. It's going to have mm. all the planets you're going to be able to go mm. to, and you're actually going to be able to go to the moon, to the Dreaming yes. City, and the Tangled Shore. Now, right. be it Exotic Quest, be it Last mm -hmm. Wish Raid, be it mm -hmm. um, certain things, that is going to take like the Forsaken expansion. That's going to be right. a price for everything included in Forsaken. And that right. annual pass, I think, for the annual pass. Like the free stuff, mm -hmm. like the free quest, those might still be out there, I'm wondering. But I think mm -hmm. the annual pass quest, anything specifically to that would mm -hmm. be part of the Forsaken package. Right. But, but you can still go yeah. there and see it, which is interesting. Yes. You can and from my understanding, activities are not locked out, right? Uh, no. Like you got Crucible, you got Strikes, you got Gambit. That's all the stuff you can go into. Gambit Prime, I wonder how they're going to address that. I'm hoping it's just mm -hmm. that's open too. 
Um, right. That wasn't specifically asked, but mm-hmm. you've got a lot of things that people can jump in and that's just free. And the level mm-hmm. they start at, she was basically saying is probably, I know she said 750 at the mm-hmm. level, light level you start at. So you're like, Hey, I want to do 750. Hey, I did my first intro mission. I know how to shoot a gun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where are we going in shadow keep? I'm going to jump right in with you. They have the option to jump straight in with you if they mm-hmm. bought shadow keep. So if they get new light, they get in there, they've experimented for a little bit big. It's free. Try it out for a minute. Go jump around mm-hmm. in some planets, see how it feels. Hey, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what's Shadow Keep? Thirty-five bucks. Okay, yeah, I'll go play that with you. Cool. Okay, thirty-five right. bucks. I'm already seven fifty. You've got mm-hmm. some default set of whatever, and mm-hmm. you literally can go seven fifty, jump in with your friends there right at the start of Shadow Keep, not having to do the other stuff. Now you can go play the old campaigns, Warmind. Um, Curse of Osiris, Red War. Mm-hmm. You can go experience all that stuff. You can go to the Leviathan. You can go to mm-hmm. the you know other two raid layers. You can do all of that stuff for free. And they mm-hmm. said it sounds like basically what they said is they don't want you to open a director and be like, holy crap, I have like it's 12 places to go. And I mean, mm-hmm. Dado said like 17. He said it perfectly. It's like, that's too much to be like, well, what the hell do I do? So they're kind of going to, you might pick a planet or they might say, hey, go to the European dead zone. Hey, you've kind of like, you've mm-hmm. been here a little bit. Now you can go to Titan. So they want you to like kind of see these places and like, and it's free. So, I mean, you know, it's up to you on time mm-hmm. and you can see these places. They're just trying not to be like, here's everything. It's like, right. here's a little bit of a drip since it's free, so you can kind of dabble in a couple places, see what it's like. I don't mm-hmm. know if there's a place where if you see a couple planets, you're like, hey, you want to start the Red War campaign? Bam, go. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where they're going to have those distinctions. It'll be kind of curious yeah. to see. Um, Absolutely. But I just like the fact you start at 750. Everything mm-hmm. scales in Destiny. We know that anyway. So you might feel a little overleveled, but if you're getting through the old stuff, it's not going to matter anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But you can just literally go, hey... Do you like New Light? Cool. You want to jump into Shadow Keep with me? Cool. Mm-hmm. Jump into Shadow Keep. Seven fifty. Go. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like that's so easy for like. Mm-hmm. I have a brother-in-law. You know, mm-hmm. he's thinking about a computer eventually. He's like, dude, you are mm-hmm. so far into Destiny Two. Dude, just buy Shadow Keep. We'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. That's all you yeah. have to say. That's so. And that's the other thing. Like Shadow Keep in itself. I know I'm saying a lot, and I'll let you go. Oh um, no, no, you you educate. Remember, I caught bits and pieces of driving. I'm like, so I'm ed. You're educating me on the little nuances that I missed. You know what I'm saying? But no, keep going, keep going. Yeah. So then, like mm-hmm. Shadow Keep, it's going to be a la carte things. The seasons will be a la carte, uh, unless you just want to buy them all, which you can have the option to do with the collectors. But all those pieces are like mm-hmm. a la carte. You're not going to be stuck. Like, hey, you wait for the review to come out on Season of the Drifter, which also mm-hmm. on them puts mm-hmm. importance for that seasonal content mm-hmm. to be to be for more of what you want to be like, is this up to spec? Do I buy this season? So if you wait like two days and be like, Hey, I'm out of town for the weekend. Is this thing Mm -hmm. cool? Yeah, this is cool. You should probably get it for like eight or 10 bucks. Hey, this one's like, do you like Gambit? Not really. Well, you know, just go play God of War this time of year and then come Mm -hmm. back for the fall and you can buy that one. Like the Mm -hmm. a la carte nature is cool about those pieces, but just the, the Mm -hmm. onboarding of new light, and then the a la carte nature and the starting point of like 750 light is such a mm. great decision to mm. bring people in on every platform and it's... cross save and oh cross save God. just everywhere. Like if my PlayStation's upstairs and I just want to be like, I just want to go play upstairs on my TV for a little, I can just go do that. Do that it's going to feel bro. weird with a controller because it's not mouse and keyboard, mm-hmm. but that's, but I can still just go up and be like, I haven't looked at destiny two on a TV in a while. That still mm-hmm. looks good. Like I, you mm-hmm. just can do that. Like, yeah, that's really, really the cross save and then the the free onboarding. I, I mean, these are things mm-hmm. that were rumored and leaks and stuff like that. But man, mm-hmm. when it's all official and finally set out there by them and the way they said everything, yeah, oh. the messaging was perfect. I think that um, 
again, it, this is so monumental for the franchise. I, it's just funny about this game. And I'm just going to go off on a little tangent in the sense that it's like, I've never seen a game like this, E. I, I mean, I've been game a long time. Pretty old. Uh, that's why I'm uh, Iron Lord. <laughs> I've been around the block a while. And I've never seen a game go through. Let's be honest. Destiny has been at the forefront of a lot of pinnacle moments. We've learned about console exclusivity. <laughs> you learn it about cross play. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, cross, excuse me, cross, uh, cross save. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, we're taking some key words. I'm hearing MMO for the first time. Uh. You know what I'm saying? I love how Dan was like, I don't think you've ever said that. And he's like, maybe not. <laughs> bro, like they literally, they're doing so many things. And it's just, it's interesting to see the journey because um, as a fan of the game, and you know, we've suffered for being, you know, support of this game when we started this podcast, right? That's you know how it was. Moment. We but started we this love- podcast in like Curse of Osiris and people were like, you out of your mind? <laughs> exactly. Are you seriously crazy? Be like, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, so sure yeah we're doing it okay yep roll with that it's just a crazy journey and it's just it's cool to see the evolution it's cool to see them unshackled it's cool to i'm just excited about possibly put it this way let me tell you how excited i am this is the first i'm not even really caring i mean we're gonna get to the content we're gonna get to shadow keep i am so excited about the possibilities of all those things you just mentioned you know what i'm saying in in terms of bringing communities get do you know what that's going to do to this online community yeah do you know what's going to do to this base with everyone rocking together at least interacting together and picking where they want to go and how they want to consume the content like this is a game changer this is the direction the industry is going and i'm glad destiny is one of the first like you know one of one of the first console mmos right to really kind of push this thing for this is exciting really exciting yeah so there's mm-hmm. just a lot there's so many like there's so mm-hmm. many examples where this is a good thing and you probably could never list them all um mm-hmm. but i think new light basically the best way i can and i'm going to click on this so i can kind of describe talk about mm-hmm. it somewhat intelligently on their mm-hmm. page um basically they say play for free start september 17th mm-hmm. same day as Shadowkeep. Dive mm-hmm. right into the world of Destiny to experience responsive first-person shooter combat, to explore mm-hmm. rich worlds with sweeping vistas, stunning visuals, to earn the arsenal of powerful weapons and armor, bring your personalized guarding into a large large variety of activities and modes from cooperative quests, competitive mm-hmm. modes, challenging in-game activities, and more. The fact that somebody can go be like, hey, I, I've never experienced a raid. You can go do it for free. You can yeah. raid for free. Like, is that... that that's crazy in and of itself. Like you knew Leviathan, mm-hmm. you can do Argos, you can do Spire, which probably mm-hmm. take him to the first two, not the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a free raid is huge. Like they've it's never huge. done that, man. Do, do you like Destiny? Well, go try this thing for free. For free, you you can't. Free is undefeated, you know. That's <laughs> not heard. Yeah, free night Listen, that's how you get them in. Again, that's hot list. Once you said that, I was so resistant to PC. I remember, boom, it's free. Oh, okay. <laughs> where yeah. I download? Where, yeah. where, where? Where do I get this? Yeah. This, the, uh, it, it, listen, I, I was looking at my timeline. Shout out to Matt Piscatella, MPD. Um, good guy. Had him in Iron Law podcast many times. And he's not the biggest fan of Destiny. Let's just say that. Yeah. And yesterday, I see Matt Viscatilla putting the tweet, and he had a I screenshot. I saw he was installing 70 gig. I saw him doing the same thing. <laughs> I saw Man. the tweet, and he's like, what am I doing right now? He's like out of his mind. He doesn't even know what he's doing. So He doesn't. Again, because 
free is undefeated. There's no barrier. There's no like the, all the reasons that people that have gone away from destiny, like, oh, they just come back and they just keep charging me. You know, bro, you ain't got to do it now. You know what? And, and the same thing with, with Attic. Attic would tell me like, oh, no, I don't like I don't like that black armory. Cool. You could sit out that season. Still rock out with us with everything else. Pick up Drifted because he's, he's a gamma guy. You know, yeah. you can pick you can pick what you want. It's like going to like a um, a buffet. Like, yo, you don't want the shrimp? All right, cool. You go over here. We got the meat over here. We got the steak over here. Yeah. Like, how you, how you like, want it? Yeah, you're like, hey, like Borderlands 3 did come out in like, say, March and there's this new season. I don't know if I want to pick it up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, screw it. I'm just going to go play Borderlands. We'll come back in the next season. It's cool. Like, there's no... <laughs> The freedom is there is nice. Now, I know somebody was saying it's like free to play doesn't pay the bills. What they're giving you for free has already been out for two years, like so yeah. long at this point. They're not losing anything. They're just trying to get more people into the game, into the newer content. Buying right. the season passes, spending money mm-hmm. in Eververse, stuff like that that they want to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cosmetics and expansions are how they're going to continue to support this game. So... Mm-hmm. It seems really cool. Um, and the other, I want to expound on that point, which is about how they're going to support it. Let's be honest. Now that we rock in um, Opolis, you're much farther. I, I literally barely turned it on like this morning. And um, I just saw the Eververse store, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at, okay, direct purchase. This is the, the cosmetic of the week. I'm like, okay, this, it's almost like a little mall now, right? This is the way they're going for monetization. And I personally don't have a problem with it because, to be honest, like, I didn't like where, you know, the bright does some things, the bright does some. Now you can almost directly purchase what you want. And I think that's going to be another revenue source. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. For people that don't understand, like, well, how they're going to support themselves, the reason why games like Fortnite and all these free-to-play are thriving, first of all, if you have engagement, you have, you give the, you, you lower the barrier of entry. And you get more people and more of your friends playing. Guess what? They're going to tend to spend more money living in your game buying cosmetics. <laughs> They're going to tend to spend yep. more money buying uh, an expansion or whatever it is. That's how you sustain it. The, the key with this next generation, people understand, is going to be engagement. Engage- and for a game like Destiny, which is the ultimate friend game, the ultimate play with everybody, this is how you do it. I, I think they're really onto something. I love the direction that they go. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if we can probably talk too much more about that. I mean, but yeah, it's <laughs> like it's everything through year one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forsaken's going to be its own piece. I don't mm-hmm. know at some point if that may be free after some time, mm-hmm. uh, if that may get discounted in sales. We know how Steam sales go. Just wait for mm-hmm. one of those. Uh, all mm-hmm. those pieces will be there. So, and honestly, if you're like worried about or wondering on things and you jump into shadow keep and be like cool but i don't have what if i don't have forsaken i don't mm-hmm. know maybe wait for it to go on sale add that to your steam library and then or whatever you got to do so it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how all this stuff works and kind of yeah how pieces together work. like you know if yeah. it's like okay so if you go to forsaken is it going to say you need mm-hmm. the forsaken package to play this you know, dungeon or mission or whatever. Like I'll be kind of curious mm. where the lines are drawn around yes. specifically mm-hmm. like Forsaken kind of wondering. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we've got cross save huge mm-hmm. got huge. a new free entry in new light. Um, mm. And it sounded now my speculation, you mm-hmm. tell Talk me if it. you think I'm out of the box here. They said, hey, as seasons go, like, okay, so say Shadow Keep's going to be 800 and then, mm-hmm. or whatever it's going to be. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Say then they keep bumping it as the seasons go. Then say, like, season, mm-hmm. 
What if it's season nine is like eight fifty? Mm-hmm. Say if you mm-hmm. buy Shadow Keep in January when you're in that mm-hmm. new season, or however you would start that level, when you mm-hmm. jump in, do you think you jump in at like eight hundred, like fifty below? That's a good question. So like That's do you keep question. matching as the expansions keep coming out to stay fresh? Like, hey, I want to come in and join because it sounded like like if you jump in and you buy Shadow Keep later, what mm-hmm. what are you, level are you going to jump in on there? Like, well, that might count for one season of content. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. how that power match is going to go. Because they keep doing the power surge. And I'm curious right. when you jump in, is it just going to like, you're good to go? Or mm-hmm. so that'll be kind of Yeah, that's a good thing. question. I guess my theory is probably maybe they keep power surge on some level. And then, you know, you will be slightly overleveled for the older content. I mean, if they stay consistent to how they run in the past. Again, this is new territory. Yeah. Let's be very clear. Like this is sub they're talking a whole bunch of stuff that they've never really done. So that's, I'm gonna go with that for right now because they seem to be power surge seems to be the route that they they like right now. That I think they really like this new experiment of new people just jumping in. You're I mean, as soon as Opulence started, boom, it's like quest here, boom, you're 690 if you you know you haven't played. So I think they may go that route. That's just my guess though. Yeah, it's like it seems like what's mm-hmm. up, Kabatsu? How you doing? Kabatsu, what's up, brother? Mm-hmm. So yeah, just like it. Watch. I I want to just walk around and shake like everyone in that studio's hand, Hell like yeah. Luke and Noseworthy and um, Eric Osborne, and, like the big three guys, like and everybody from the top down, everybody in the background, and shout out on stream. Somebody in Twitch pointed out, and I didn't notice it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Whoever faces that like recording area with Dado, mm-hmm. with the monitor. With their two dogs on it, <laughs> like your dogs are cemented out there for life. It's because yes. they're like giant. It's like half the monitors one dog's face, half the monitors the other dog's face. I was dying when somebody pointed because I couldn't stop looking at them. They're like big, fluffier mm. dogs. It just looked hilarious. But shout out to everybody in that studio. And it's like, and sometimes you'd be like, hey, and like, and you could hear. It's like it seems like the way that studio is built. They're almost like on an upper tier for that like yes. Twitch area. And like mm-hmm. the entire floor down there is like cheering and hollering from back cheering. there. It's like, yeah. it's I just like, I don't think, I don't know if any of them have ever listened to one episode of this. So I have no idea. But if they do, somebody mm-hmm. pass the word along to everybody in that entire studio. Because like, man, there's so many, so many hardworking mm-hmm. people in there. And I just yeah. want to thank them for bringing, mm-hmm. for sticking with this this long and being able mm-hmm. to like get to this point right here where we're at with mm-hmm. this cross save, with cross play, like working their butt off, having having the ability to like sever ties and be your own studio. And that's as one of the guys in the divide doc said it perfectly. It's like, it's um, it's exciting and terrifying at the same time. And it is, he said it It perfectly because it's like, they're on their own. So they have Mm -hmm. to make the right calls, but now they have Mm -hmm. the free, their choices are there. So I I gotta say something though. I gotta say something. So can we put to rest? Finally. That as a studio, they're capable of doing a DLC like Shadowkeep without having to not work free. Can I get an amen now? <laughs> Can I get an amen now, damn it? Because this looks like substantial content. They look like they've been working hard. And they were able to put aside their D3 dreams and give us this great content and keep us in the news cycle and keep everybody excited. Do you see the internet right now? I do. Do you see? Do you see? But I do. Okay. Understand? There's one caveat to that. Can I say one caveat to that? No, no. No. <laughs> Continue. How has PVP been for the last year? They even mentioned that Listen, in the stream. They, no, that's, that's, they, they mentioned they're like, hey, they we've, did. our folk, but it's like, if we focus on PVP, if we focus on strikes, we can't mm-hmm. deliver this new 
new content. That was said. So again, they are, there's a point where resources are, yes, believe me, I'm happy it's coming. Not arguing that. Never going to argue that. Like, that's one of those, I will usually make like little stupid bets Mm -hmm. like that, that if I lose it, I'm going to be happy anyway. So Mm -hmm. I don't have much to lose. Like, oh no, I have to buy you a drink. I get content in September. God forbid. Like, I was like, I don't care. But in all seriousness, that's a point to where they still want to keep that as a non, like, you know, like right before Shadowkeep comes out. Yeah, there's probably going to be some overtime. But, like, mm-hmm. generally, they want to keep that as a well-balanced, mm-hmm. work-life balance, have some, like, alone time, and they want to keep of that course. as a good, as a as a studio mm-hmm. that other studios look up to. It's a studio Absolutely. that you want to work at. And that's Absolutely. the balance of, like, hey, we're not going to pump out, you know, Fortnite seasons of content all the time and kill our developers. Right. It's like, and they're not going to mm-hmm. do that. And that's the point to where well, the mm-hmm. people that have been waiting for the PvP stuff... Mm-hmm. have been they're like thank you for being patient now we're trying to figure out that balance so and you love sub- you love that transparency yes absolutely yeah so. all, all, all i'm saying is as a games as a service and especially now with the free to play you know um with this model you can't go away that's all i was trying to say you cannot go away you go away you're forgotten and, and the thing is they've been no fortunate. one would forget destiny you will not forget destiny nobody <laughs> Destiny has been a, too big of a thing for too long. Even if it's like, even if what I had said e. had happened, you're not e. gonna you're not gonna forget about Destiny. E, we yes. represent the hardcore. We I understand count. that. We yeah. do not count. Now here's the thing: for look at the casuals, look at the Matt Piscatella, look at the people who do not care about Destiny, and look at your Twitter feed and see I what they're doing. Where? That's because they love it, man. And when you give them great content, you give them these announcements, you keep them. Now people are like, oh, my God, the future looks so bright. Like, that's what you want, man. This It's free to play. It's games as a service. This is the new wave. And Destiny's the pioneer. It's just good to see. It's good to yeah. see. So, yeah, I'm going to say my damn I told you so. Because God damn it, I told you so. <laughs> I was like, there's two different people saying in chat. Like, Neo saying people are starting to forget. And Christian mm-hmm. Clillen. Klingberg, sorry, you won't mm-hmm. bring back casuals with expansions, and that's what that I guess that's my. Hold only... on, let me get Christian. Let me get Christian now, right now. Christian. Before you say anything, All let right, me go. say mine. Okay, I'm ready. What is like? What is going to bring back people? You see, Baldur's Gate gets announced with like a Baldur's Gate three. Mm-hmm. You see, like a Mass Effect four. Big mm-hmm. iterations and numbers are still the thing that are going to be something in somebody's mind to be like, this is a point where I can come back and get fresh. Now you can go yes. in and explain all this to them of how this new mm-hmm. stuff is going to work. And all those other pieces, but iterations and numbers are still going to be one of those things that have one of the biggest influxes, no matter how good all of this was. And it is freaking phenomenal. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm curbing my language right now because I was going to say something else. <laughs> I saved you. I saved you. <laughs> I was going to stop, but it's amazing. But in, mm-hmm. but still, you and this is probably the best way they could probably bring people in Mm -hmm. but people are still like hey is that still destiny 2 no if it Mm -hmm. was destiny 3 it still opens a different door in people's minds now Mm -hmm. you and i can sit there and like explain it to them they can see videos they'll see reviews coming out hey this is cool you can get in for Mm -hmm. free but if somebody was just like destiny 3 comes out with playstation 5 that's still gonna that's still gonna peak an interest in more people's minds is all i'm getting at now as a live service like you don't want it to die, and that's why we're like annual pass. What is it going to be? Small expansion. Mm. Now I don't think Shadow Keeps is going to be as this big ain't as small, as... bro. This Come isn't on. Forsaken. Up to me. This is not it, Forsaken. This is looking warm-minded, at least. This is not small. This is not. I'm just no... saying it's not Forsaken. 
but it's big. This is Rise of Iron. Yeah, this, this is, is Rise of Iron. Come yeah. on, give me that. And this, you were like, it's not possible because they have to, and the mothers and the fathers, and they're, they're not going to be able to make D3, and we got to give them time. And we gotta if they keep don't do that's that was Dado's most important <laughs> question in the end. He's like, what about D3? Is yeah, there a D3? It? So if you always do a live service, that's mm. a different animal. If they mm. wanted to go for a D3, it would have been a different thing. You mm. like, And that's kind of the wondering of like how... How long is D2 going to be? Is it going to be D2? Are they just Mm going to start slapping names on Destiny 2 for September stuff? But then Mm -hmm. here's the question is like, Mm -hmm. how much content do you get with a D3? Mm. And and that's that's not an easy thing for them to develop, I know. But also, and this is a way for them to keep adding here and adding here. When you want Mm -hmm. your influx of like eight strikes and eight new Mm -hmm. PvP maps and four new Mm -hmm. planets, that gigantic size of content... Mm-hmm. That doesn't come until there's an iteration the way they explained yes. it. And, and you could tell that's what Luke is holding on to, right? Yeah, when, and that's what he's saying in the background yeah. of like, maybe later. <laughs> like, and that's I say, it's like, that's in the heart. This is their current plan to support what they've got. Yeah. They have another just, year of content planned out. I need to say something to Christian. I need, I need to say something. All right, here's the thing. Now he's saying like, you know, the casuals won't come back. And with, with expansions, here's the thing, the big thing that you, that you guys are missing. Again, if you would have, I'll be, I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. If they would not have had Shadow Keep, right? Let's say Shadow Keep was not announced. There's no Eris Trail. There's none of that. Yep. And they would have said, still, crossplay, all these different formats. I mean, cro- I keep saying crossplay, cross save, all these different formats. You know what I'm saying? Streaming this stuff. That is tremendous. That is, is tremendous. That is a barrier. So that's why I'm trying to say. Christian, and I'm not trying to come at you because I've seen this comment before. It's just that, you know, people have to understand, like, once you remove barrier of entry, look at a game like Fortnite, right? Once you remove barrier of entry, automa- and then you throw, hey, by the way, free, free 99, let's go. That, it, that changes the whole scope of your game now. Now it's something else. So now there's no excuse for anyone to say, well, I don't know because this, this. no, it's free. Here you go. Check it out. Check it out. You don't like it? All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But now you check it out. And that's, again, you bring more people in that I cannot understate how important. Like, I am still on Cloud9 off of that. And we, we I, this stuff I want to talk about Shadow Keep right now that what I saw, and I'm glad I waited to start this. Whoo! There was, there was two parts of Shadow Keep that I'm like, and there's one part that I know you had to be doing like a backflip. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts on, on that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, they coming for you. <laughs> so I had to dust off my my little faded Oryx shirt, you know, little oh, yeah. Taken King. We gotta keep it high, but yeah, man, we gotta get into it. We gotta get it. All right. So mm-hmm. either way, we know what's going to happen for now. Speculation for the future will happen mm-hmm. as we, of course, keep playing the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, Destiny Two Shadow Keep. This mm-hmm. is a thing. Whew. So first, we got the trailer. Eris mm-hmm. is back. Yeah. In the oh, one this. place she doesn't want to be, by the way. <laughs> where, where of all places do, does she not want to go? Back where she almost died. Yeah. And yeah. she is literally back there. She talks about facing her mm-hmm. nightmares. And in this little brief trailer, and there's a couple other snippets that we see, mm-hmm. we see Hive with like an electric field around yeah. the ogres. What's going you see, on? okay, who is mm-hmm. Prison of Elders, Scorch Cannon Boss. Um, oh, oh, um, yeah, the homie. Tanix. Tanix. No, that's Tanix. That's from the strike. That's from the strike. 
So it's hmm. the I can't remember who I'm talking. Somebody in chat, help us right now. Uh, the one, the, the one of the prison of elders bosses. One the of the prison of elders, like Skolas. Skolas. Yeah, Thank it you, looked Neil like Mizzle. he was in there. Yeah, bro. It looked like he was in there. It looks so like cool. he was standing next to two other guys as it rotated over. They looked even weirder and I haven't seen before. You had ogres walking in. You had like crazy big knight captains. Um, thank you, chat. They're getting there. Um, oh, we saw Crota, yo. We saw Crota. Crota. It says Crota Phantasm. But he's yeah. walking around in like a... I don't know. They mentioned the Dark Below. Like going back to... Oh, it's your least favorite raid. Are you so happy to go back there now? <laughs> I will deal. I will deal with this. Are you really excited love. about Shadow Keep Crota Rage? No! Listen, out of the love and the you, I'm I'm excited. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm, I'm, I, I bend the knee to you on that one. I, I I definitely am excited to see. I didn't think I would miss the more. To be honest, one quick thing. To be honest, when I remember when the leak came out, right, and we saw the graphic, and you just saw the planet and you see moon. So yep. part of me is like, oh, are we going back to the moon again? Like, I ain't going to lie. But that was my first reaction. Raw reaction, right? Seeing this, right? Then she got Eris. It brought some feels back. I'm like, okay. You know, she's crazy. She's back. We got to see what's going on. Then I got the vibes I got was, you know, her fallen Ray team. It seemed like the, the, the necklaces or whatever, some memorabilia of her fallen team. You know, I want to see what's going on there. They expanded on how more of a, you know, expanded it is than what we remember it as. And then I think the key is, and I got to shout out my boy Addict on this. One thing he always said that he would, like a dream. That's why when he's texting me, I'm in the barbershop. He's like, oh my God. Oh my, he never says that. Like he, he's the most negative Nancy. <laughs> you could show him anything. Oh, I don't know. He's like, oh my God. I'm like, what? Oh my God. Did you watch it? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm about to watch it now. He's like, they, they, they got all the bosses. The Atheon. And I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, oh my God. He's going, he always wanted that. Like, so it almost feels like uh, people could say reuse an asset, whatever they want. In my opinion, as a Destiny fan, these are iconic encounters that we have from D1 and that these guys are not finished for whatever reason, whatever's going on in the moon, they are not done. So I'm dying to know the law behind it, what's happening. And then the question I have for you is, do you think, we got to talk a little law now, do you think, do you think, <laughs> your face, do you think you're going to stop the damn face? I can't go finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fool. Do you think that the raid team <laughs> is gonna like? Do we have to fight her? Original, like they may have been like to fight who? Her original raid team that got like tormented, killed, and whatever. Oh, she the, the other five guardians. Yeah, what you think? I don't Am think I, that... maybe too much. Do you think they finished? Finished? I, th I don't think that qualifies in Bungie's mind as a boss. Okay. Okay. Now, what I would like to see, and that's what some people have been speculating on, mm -hmm. if all bosses weren't giant things, if there mm -hmm. were smaller targets or more like yeah. different things and stuff like that, like I would like to see something like that, or mm -hmm. maybe one of the encounters before, like, hey, if there was this crazy thing controlling, quote, nightmares, mm -hmm. which is what most of this stuff seems to be, and this is like, she's like, I see it in my nightmares. Mm -hmm. All of this stuff is what she's potentially talking about down in you know, the dark below. Basically, mm -hmm. all of this... It seems like all of these things are brought back in some way. Now, do you have to cross planes to go face your nightmares? Are we fighting, like they said, phantasm? Like, 
I mean, a phantasm, I could probably Google the damn definition to see something interesting here. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Phantasm. Because yeah, that I was the... Aquarius simulations, the chat saying some stuff. Lost in the Moon predates Eris and her team. Yeah, yeah, this is interesting, man. Golden Age. Wally says it's... Uh, so this is why too. the part, and this is why I've got to go do it, like literally the breakdown I'll do later too. I might do that mm -hmm. on Twitch as well. A phantasm, because it said Crota phantasm. Yeah. A figment of the imagination, an illusion mm. or apparition, an illusory mm. likeness of something. So mm. it's something to where when she's talking about nightmares, it is truly nightmares. fighting something. But there's something also doing like, what are these like? Ogres that have this like electric this yeah. like this like field that is around them. If you guys are listening to this on audio, sorry, <laughs> mm -hmm. the video's got some stuff going on. So check out the YouTube channels. Um, mm -hmm. But it definitely, yeah. They're also saying uh, Blackwing. We'll get to that in a minute. Put a pin mm -hmm. in that. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Black yeah, wings, that's yes. what I was gonna say. Pin mm -hmm. in that. Yeah, we gonna get there. We gonna get there. Um, and that's a point to where. This is this is Eris' story, and that's what they said in the the as they were talking and doing the interviews. They're like, "Hey, this is the you know the Drifter story. This is season of opulence. This is doing stuff with Callus. This is going to be Eris' story. What she mm -hmm. faced, what she went through. I don't think it's going to go back. I think we're going to go to what has happened at the moon. It's something's overtaking it even more now. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely going to be. They said, okay, size wise, as this is this is the mm -hmm. most unorganized podcast, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> So much um, news, man. I know. Point. It's just just trying to remember everything just off one viewing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Twice as big as the moon was before. Yes, I did hear that. Yes. So that's a new destination. Mm -hmm. So that will be substantial because there was Hellmouth. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the name of the other two places, but there were three. So if you have six zones, it's bigger than Tangled Shore. Yes. Um, But Tangled Shore and Dreaming City together, I still think will be bigger. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. But I that's a so. decent size if you have like that's, that's five, decent. like if you have three originals, maybe three, two or three new zones, something like that. But twice as big, that mm -hmm. should be really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah what man. we're facing, I don't, I don't know what is in this view. If this is just like because they just have these little things marching up and little like rotating camera pictures, there's not a lot of point of references, right? To like the activities, the only thing we really see is like kind of the red keep structure and Crota. Like that's the one yeah. thing we all see. And Crota's mm -hmm. like looking big and ginormous and everything else, and we're like, "What mm -hmm. the hell?" Exactly, and yeah, just, that the play seems to be everything the your guardians' worst fears, all their nightmares, kind of thing. That's the play that it seems. And when I, I heard them, I saw Gaul. I'm seeing, you know, what I'm saying like they, I they think mentioned I Oryx. I saw Omnigol. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, man, it, 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 this is really cool concept and. And yeah, like I said, I shot the attic. I mean, he's always told me something. He's like, it would be cool if they had something where you face these iconic bosses. He's yep. always he's a boss guy, and and yeah, he's gonna get his dream with this one, man. This this looks like we're really really doing it, man. Yeah. So just to give a reading on the Bungie mm -hmm. page for Shadowkeep itself, it says a new chapter, mm -hmm. as the heroes of the last safe city turned their attention to the frontiers beyond. The protection of the new van of the vanguard. New nightmares have emerged. Nightmares and capitalized, by the way, mm -hmm. have emerged from the shadows of our long forgotten moon. Called forth mm -hmm. by the haunting visions from her tormented past, Eris Morn has returned and unleashed something that once slumbered beneath the lunar surface. A long dormant mm -hmm. power even she cannot control. And they actually described that um, as mm -hmm. she let something loose. She yeah. did something. She broke mm -hmm. some 
she she I don't know she tripped over the lock I don't like <laughs> I mean however you want to read or phrase that it says return to the moon journey deep into a mysterious enemy citadel help Eris slay these nightmares before they reach out beyond the moon and to cast mm. humanity back into an age of darkness and that's mm. the one piece I wanted to hold on to is yes the darkness is closer than we think yes and that was stated Absolutely. at some point in there now this is mm. talking about the nightmares and darkness so I don't even mm. I don't think this is going to be the triangle ships or the veil or anything like that right right and that's why I still think there is a D3 somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But We're still sticking to that formula of once we ended, uh, we beat Gaul, and we saw the cinematic of the Traveler's Light going to each planet. That's the sequence. They've been true true to that for the yeah. most part. Um, but yeah, the darkness below, dark below. Like, I wonder if they're truly just going to call the raid, like, the darkness below. Or so, like, go back know, to, right? like, an old raid name or something like that. Um but yeah, that Vidoc, I'm going to have to break down specifically. We can't really watch it on stream, but there's... So, what did, what what are your takeaways for, like, ec, like do you think there's going to be a new activity? Do you think there's... Like, is this another escalation protocol? Is this going to be your next wave-based activity? Um, it's, it's a possibility. I mean, generally with new new expansion, new content, they they've always debuted a new activity so i definitely think we're getting something and maybe that is along the lines that whole boss thing that's a possibility yeah. it would be cool they could say that for a raid but i doubt it they probably might want to introduce some some new power there um yeah i mean they, they're definitely going to go that route I, I feel as far as um new activity they mentioned that there were some key points they also mentioned they said about the moon also, there's gonna. It's not. There's like central characters, obviously, with Eris and, and this whole thing. Yeah, they but there's, there's also one coming back. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. who that. I'm trying. I'm like, who would that be? Who would that be? And because the they're Bible, not talking they, about Mara yet. Mm-hmm. They said yeah, because that oppressed them. He pressed them about yeah. Mara and Eris's relationship. He pressed them about Aldrin. Very impressed with that press. Yep. I still think we get Aldrin. I think they just holding on. I think they just want to say that. I think that's right going to tie into Mara later, though. I think it has yeah. to. I think those two are mm-hmm. too connected. Yeah, but it, the, the vibe I'm getting, there's still some stories during this expansion that they are going to give us nuggets and, and pieces as far as expansion of, of those those storylines. Because, uh, yeah, that'll ask some really, really good questions. Yeah, so, I mean... It's it seems very much focused on Eris on the moon and that story piece. We've got mm-hmm. a new planet twice the size of the moon was before, which is nice. So they've definitely revamped, rebuilt. They're probably using some areas that were there, but they're going to be restructures. As they said, it's like your driving mm-hmm. paths will be different as the cracks in the surface sort of change things up. So mm-hmm. things seem reformulated. I saw a few little shots that look like old areas though as well. So they they do seem to be some places you'll recognize if you play. But people mm-hmm. who jumped on like D two was free. Hey, I've never played mm-hmm. D1 before, but D2 is free. Cool, I'll play that. What's D1? Like, some people have never seen the moon. Yeah, so that, so that was why when some people, when he pressed them, he's like, oh, this is reusing new content. And this mm-hmm. is their true, really, first time to... what? How would they bring an old planet back? How would you bring right. back Venus? How would you bring back other places? And this was their first foray into that. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Um, giving it a reason for a story. A lot of people seem to mention the moon. Even somebody who said mm-hmm. before, like the moon was their favorite planet, mentioned the other day, and we're going back there. So mm-hmm. a lot of people enjoy, like, even just the contrast of that. It's like you got the grays, and you go underneath, and you have the hive in, uh, infrastructure. You have Fogoth, mm-hmm. the giant ogre with all the chains all mm-hmm. over him. Like, all of those pieces are out there, seem really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Now, one other, I was like, 
There are multiple things. So give me one piece about that whole video you watched about Shadowkeep that excites mm-hmm. you. About now the expansion. <sighs> we'll Man, go one. We'll um, bounce back and forth. Give me one thing. And then we'll talk about I it. I don't want to steal your thunder because there's one that I just like. You can you can say it, and I'll hold my. I, you know what my you know my first. I, I know it's yours. There's, two, like, there's actually two, but yeah. one definitely tops everything for me. So, for um one that I saw, when I saw armor, and I saw basically the way they were talking about mods, and, and, and configuring, unlocking perks, and taking those and putting it on the arm. So that screams transmog to it's, me, baby. Basically, that almost sounds like not transmog, but mm-hmm. it sounds like, like, transmog is taking, like, I'm wearing a set of armor, but I'm just right. going to, like, put in these put little this, artistic yeah. cosmetic slots. This is right. what I want to look like. This actually looks like I got a piece of armor. I can put whatever perks I want it, which almost seems yes. more customization. But yes. if you've unlocked and seen those perks before, like, hey, I finally got a piece of armor with enhanced bomber. Yeah, I can go put that on whatever I want. Whatever I want. And see, that's the thing, because Destiny is it's the fashion game, man. And you want to look fly. And I hate right now that I'm playing opulent. And I've got to wear crap. Because I just oh, need my I look, I look homeless right now, man. <laughs> I am straight up homeless, homeless warlock right now with my robe of tattered cloth and browns, and I look <laughs> awful. <laughs> I think it was a uh, shackle shotgun. Shout out, shout out to her by the way. She's got a lot yeah. to do. Oh my god! I think it was Fallout. Was like, please make sure you eat, take breaths, because like the amount of stuff that she's got to cover. And he's like, please, if you get cramps in your hands, uh, stretch, sh- you know, sleep a little bit, stuff like that. I was laughing. <laughs> Because she, she does a really, really amazing job, actually. If you guys haven't followed her before, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's Shackle Shotgun. If you just look up something like that, mm-hmm. you'll find her. Um, mm-hmm. She does a recap of like Reddit, of Twitter, of everything. Really condensed. It's just a quick yeah, place to read. Yeah. Yes, yes, um, I've seen so it. So she does a great thing. Today, her mind probably exploded. Yes, <laughs> so there's yes. way too much to type. So she's definitely going to be working hard. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but, man. like... She tweeted something out to be like, I look terrible. I'm like, I look homeless. I tweeted back and I was like, dude, I look homeless right now. So, and that's the point to where if like, if I'm getting this other stuff, but I'm like, I'm unlocking new perks and mods mm-hmm. and other things like that. Like, yeah, she's, um, yeah. she's got her work to do, but oh my God, like I would love to not look homeless right now. Dude, that, that is huge, man. It, it really is. It, again, if you ever wonder why Cognito has no enhancement this is why, because I am stubborn. I am not putting on the bummy gear. And I know I should. I know I'm supposed to. I know I'm supposed to be efficient like how you're being efficient, right? I have 400 but I sit- cores. <laughs> oh, my. E. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and man. 50 finest matter weave, by the way. Oh, my God. Even- saving them clearly for a rainy day. <laughs> but um, it's not yeah, going to matter. I know. I know. At some point, you're right. But um, yeah, it's just one of those things that that, that, that really is needed so that definitely and i'm just gonna go back to the core element when i'm hearing we are going back to rpg level of mechanics oh you're still we are, yeah oh sorry yeah no, we're going good. to mmo we're like we're taking it back to like we still like he said key points that luke smith said like we don't like the way the character set up what the abilities is or what have you. And we want to give more choiceable options because that was the knock on D2, right? When yep. D2 dropped, people were like, yo, why are you forcing me to be in these little pockets 
with no customization with all in the within the subclass, right? And and that is what I miss from D1. When you had D1 and you had all these ability trees and you picked and you choose, right? Which one and how you want to configure. Okay, I want to use that. I don't want to use this. Cool. And it just gave you so much control over you and it felt like yours. And that to me. Yeah, those are still still here in my stream from when I was watching it live before. Mm -hmm. My literally arms went up over my head as soon as they were saying like, we want to, we want to, it's like MMO. And they're like, we're, we've always been afraid to say that. He's like, we want to get more into the RPG. We want depth and character. And my hand shot up and I was just like, thank you. Just, thank yeah, you. Thank you. you. Thank you. That was, that's exactly what I've been asking for, for a long time now, actually. Preach. Um, Preach. Preach. The de and that's why we, they want the depth in your character. And to me, that's one of those pieces that is so lacking in this game you look at the armor and what do you get you get scavenger and reserve perks like who gives a like yeah. i'll bleep myself there but who yeah. gives a damn like some yeah. of that stuff after a while it's like that's why i have a that's why my vault is an issue because the mm -hmm. only thing i actually can customize mm -hmm. is what i'm gonna work with what weapons i have but yes what, like i was like what if there are more customizations than the armor what if my build is a little better what if my super can charge a little faster but what mm -hmm. if i could get rid of a melee and hold two different types of grenades like what all any of that and i'm not saying any of that's happening but right. like have more choice and depth in your character and they said mm -hmm. these monster killing machines are gonna have customization to them now and that mm. was i lost my i was the yeah. point where i probably needed new pants actually yeah bro that, that hit hard that i i, I didn't it, you just you just feel the shackles covered up. you know what i'm saying you just feel like yo we're doing what you guys want and again, the theme seems to be no restrictions, no barriers. There's this new bungee now. And it's exciting, man. Like I said, like, to be honest, again, I'm going to say it again. It's going to sound foul because the Eris content looked dope. Everything looked dope. I am so hype about the features and what's happening to the core gameplay more than I am about the story. That I, Normally, it's always the opposite. Like, oh, man, did you see? Oh, my God, there's the Fort to Dream in City, and this happened, and, this. and that's cool. Oh, right? we'll get to that, Blackwing. Oh, my God, oh, I forgot about Black that. Oh, Blackwing, I second. forgot about that. I about fell out of my chair. <laughs> I forgot about that. We got to say oh, that now, God. honestly, because everybody on audio is like, moves. what are you talking about? Finishing, finishing moves. Like, literally, moves. Mortal Kombat finishing. I'm like, literally, so the Hunter does like a kind of a 360 spin Ooh. stab. The Titan literally just does a giant haymaker, and I don't know what the Warlock looks like, just a force punch, yeah, but force I'm like, an in. ogre, an ogre, by the way, yeah. noticeably yeah. larger than you, is flipping away backwards off the screen. I lost, I laughed so hard at that. Oh my god. That was amazing. What? I don't even know. Like, you can't do that to a boss, obviously. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. But, like, what if you had, like, an ogre coming at you, and there's a bunch of stuff behind him, and you finish him, and he rolls over the guys behind him? <laughs> Like, like Hulk yeah, punching a truck and it hits the sixteen things behind yes. him. Like, um, we're uh, the the yeah the Titan Superman punch. Yeah, seriously, mm -mm. like mm -mm. that made it's me beautiful. laugh so hard. And that mm -hmm. is almost like one of the little things of like, what is the unexpected things? What would people like in a D three? D three would have mm -hmm. your subclasses and stuff like that. What's yeah. something unexpected you would never think about coming into Destiny? Bows. That was one I never thought. Mm -hmm. That's just a weapon type, though. This is mm -hmm. a finishing, like, a ultimate melee... Pff, like, what is mm -hmm. that? I don't understand. I don't even know how to use it right now. <laughs> it was sick, bro. And oh, again, that was... the, the mechanics seem... The vibe I got from the mechanics just seemed like... 
like you could have lied to me and said D3. Like this is D3 kind of stuff that I, I didn't think we were going to get now, right? Like this is stuff that I'm like, okay, that's definitely down the pipe. And you can see the vibe is they are evolving this game to what they truly meant it to be. And yeah, to have it this early, like, yo, again, I'm more excited about all these core gameplay mechanic changes than I am anything else. Like, I'm super pumped for all this stuff. Yeah, there's there's a a weapon chart or something. I'm going to have to literally freeze frame and pick apart where he's saying, mm-hmm. as you work through the tiers of something mm-hmm. to like unlock, it's like when you get to this level of tiers, mm-hmm. there's like five columns of these things. Mm-hmm. And he said the fifth one, these are almost going to be like exotic tiers. And that's going to be really mm-hmm. exciting. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's like scopes and perks and stuff that you can mm-hmm. unlock. If there's, I, I really have to go back and watch that part. Cause that right there has me so intrigued as to, picking perks or unlocking these things or how do you build your armor and there was like a a scale of like and it said like seven of i don't even know i i have to go back and freeze frame that so i know i sound stupid right now so if you're mm-hmm. listening to this i'm gonna try and post the audio up as soon as possible so I don't sound quite so, so stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god we're getting there in a second oh, war blackjack like that was the thing actually i think i might be talking about they're bringing back artifacts i i didn't see i missed that that was an entire thing. Um, mm. I can't Put scroll through on. it right now. Mm-hmm. They are, it's like, that might have been the thing that was like really customizable, working for perks mm-hmm. and leveling the thing up. You let me, let me spend time with the gear that I want. Let me level mm-hmm. up this set. Let me, let me, if I spend and get 30,000 kills with my go figure mm-hmm. that there's actually a benefit to using a weapon for a while. Let me mm-hmm. have a customized skill tree again. Like, mm-hmm. those are the things I want back in this game. And if they, mm-hmm. like, they're saying, like, you might not have subclasses now, but if you mm-hmm. can pick, like, you know, hammers and six-shot golden gun or three-shot golden gun and then six, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of little perk trees, that you pick your super, you pick your perks, like, mm-hmm. almost go back to a D1 stop, and, dude, I will be happy. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous, though, with Artifact. I got to be honest. When Now that you're saying, I'm like, because, you, know, you know, I remember the days of the scory and... You know, we, I just want to see how far they go and that they may not be too game-breaking, but it's exciting. I'm not going to say, like, I'm anti-artifact. I just want to see how far they go. What they it. do with it, yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's another slot, for sure, but if it has mechanics yeah. to it, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, like, mm-hmm. there, there are some freeze frames I need to go back through because I recorded the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to scroll mm-hmm. back through slowly. Um, Vagabondo, mm-hmm. always good to have you in here. Have a good Salute, one, Salute, brother. Um, yeah, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the heavy, but yeah, she's working the oh man, like the test environment that they get to work in in this Vidoc. I love how mm-hmm. they showed that little bit and they were talking about. Yeah. She's like, I'm working on a heavy bow with kind of a knockback feature. Well, let's see how much this is, and you just see all the enemies like kind of explode around like a a little grenade mm-hmm. went off and they went flying around. And I was like, oh my god, I would have too much fun in that. Like, oh man, can you imagine just being like, okay, you build me the model. I just need a bow that functions. Okay, so when I fire this bow, it's got this speed. When it hits the ground, it pushes everything away. Or say there's a bow that shoots the ground and then a wave goes forward. Like, the amount of stuff that I'm sure they can toy around and try with is they have to have some crazy stuff. And then somebody's got to be like, all right, so I made this thing and you give it to Sandbox and be like, hey, can you balance this? Mad, all right. Did you like, see that? Did you see that hand cannon with the scope? Oh, the, like a them? single shot sniper hand cannon yeah. with the scope on it. Oh man, like mm-hmm. that looked cool. So mm-hmm. we. So here's the one thing. Oh, let's go. No, like those things sound really cool. 
Um, but they, I hopefully sometime, and I know they've been focused on the annual pass and other seasons. What's up? What you the got? The old exotics that suck. <laughs> if we're still in Destiny 2, they yeah. need love. Like, there's yeah. a lot out there. I mean, you got your Astrocyte verse that helps with blinking. I'm going like, they brought that in. Like, how do you... I, there's only so many things I guess you can do to a yeah. point, but I'm like, really? Yeah, I mean, shout out to uh, Reddit Crucible Playbook. I did my research on it, and uh, at first, when I read the perks, the new perks, I was underwhelmed. <laughs> I was like, really? I'm running back to do that? But I will, which is basically, for those who don't know, Blink is extended, but they added a second part to it. So, babe, so basically, it's baby ophidian aspects right post blink so when you post blink your handling and all that stuff reaction is, is super fast so you get kind of the drop kind of thing so it's really a pvp kind of exclusive kind of exotic that's the vibe i'm getting from it and i've been hearing positive things you know I mean? shout okay. out to these guys but you know but yeah I, trust me i'm with you though like overall i'm i'm you know i want substantial improvement to underused exotics because a lot of, let's be honest a lot of these exotics look really cool like shout out to the design team right like yeah like and swords so- like the slide thing it's like it's cool in theory but it's literally like a montage thing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i mean what if there was like i mean i don't know if i had to sit there and break down to be like i swear i could do a video series and be like hey what can i do with this thing and like actually think about each one or something like that and how mm-hmm. you can make some of those better and i'm not a designer to know what could and couldn't work or what's balanced and what isn't but there's the point where it's mm-hmm. like we went back to this before when we started this podcast, and they were like, mm-hmm. hey, they want exotics to be exotic, and some of them are really not, right? They don't feel yeah. worthwhile. There's, I mean, Jade Rabbit, mm-hmm. which, you, I mean, yeah, it's a decent scout rifle if that's what you're good right. at, but scouts need some love. There's Sidearms have a whole huge problem going on with them being mm-hmm. an even subclave. So mm-hmm. those are some of the things, too, that I want to make sure don't keep being forgotten. It's like, I know we keep getting new yeah. stuff, but it's like, I want to bring back and be like, I do still want, like, mm-hmm. I want choice. There's still, okay. I know there's going to be a meta. I understand right. that is always going to happen. But I would like sometimes to be like, hey, Skull of Dire Ahamkara, I understand mm-hmm. you're awesome. Is right. there something else that I could use that might pl- lead to a different play style? Okay. It needs to be play style differences. I understand there's going to be meta. Mm-hmm. But if, like, I go into a Crucible match and so I was like, what is that? What? How does he mm-hmm. like? And it's just a completely different play style than something else. Right. That would be nice. Like I know there's always going to be like, hey, if you're in comp like 4500 rank, you're probably right. going to be using a very small subset of items subset because of they items. are mm-hmm. going to be the best. Like exactly. efficiency, top points, all those things are going to be there. But mm-hmm. in the point of quick play and PVE and strikes and things like that, if there's a point mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, there's a void modifier on. Okay, what if I don't use Skull of Dyrokhankar? Is there anything that pulls me away from that? There should right. be. Yeah, just absolutely, a completely, absolutely. completely mixed so up. Let, let me ask you a question, being that you you going on that. So then, how how what was your reaction when Dado pressed them on Meta and Sandbox Cadence, and the vibe was we're still sticking with once a season. <laughs> what was your face then? Uh, it was probably what you would expect. It was just kind of like. <laughs> That was so, the best discussion. Yeah, I like that discussion. What, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need somebody. Where's Bogobo? I need to freeze for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the 
they explain the pe- they are very data driven we know they are they're hugely hugely data driven on many other decisions they make mm-hmm. then they get into the testing then they roll it mm-hmm. out now they're going to have four platforms um mm-hmm. so they're going to have all those pieces that have to function and as he said it's like hey you want to tweak a scout rifle well, how does it function in gambit in crucible in pve and strikes versus mm-hmm. the raid like they if they tweak a, a scout rifle and it's like hey we're gonna have scout rifles at 30 percent buff mm-hmm. well now everybody just shoots a scout rifle into ribbon's mouth like there yeah. are points where they have to be like, okay, or we take into PvP and I'm like two-shotting people in the head halfway across mm-hmm. the map in Gambit. I'm invading with scout rifles. Now scout rifles in the new meta. Now that would be nice if stuff right. like that would happen. And there would be, there's, they have to find that balance of mm-hmm. data-driven decisions. Mm-hmm. But as they are free now, occasionally it would be really nice to see things like Trace Rifle Crucible Fun. Like Prometheus lens, like break stuff occasionally just to see, be like, hey, and now they did say for PvP, Crucible Labs will be coming back. Their defense, they, yeah, yeah. And, and they did mention, I will, because I you know how I feel. I feel like the redhead stepchild. I'm a PvP lover here. I mean, not that you're not, but you know, I, I live more in PvP. Like literally, when I went on, on reset day, when I watch your videos and then I go straight to PvP, like that's literally, but PvP is the first thing I do. I knock those five matches out. I'm in there. I'm messing around. I mean, oh, shout out to Service Revolver right now. Ooh, I got me a gun. Literally, when I logged in, I got to tell you about that later. But um, yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Range, range, masterwork, kill clip, all oh, range finder. Oh, I was doing things in Rumble. It was it yeah, was crazy. But anyway, <laughs> so like when I heard them finally say, "PVP guys, we know." We, you guys have been neglected. You guys have been thrown to the curb. I needed to hear it. Now, I'll shout out, yo, Datto. Shout out to Datto because yeah. he was bringing it. He's like, yeah. So what's up with trials though? What's up with trial trials? He's like, well, we're not ready. You know, they did they, they, they did the marketing backtrack. They, they, already, the backtrack. they already said they said like a few seasons. We knew this is gonna be season eight, season nine. That yeah. we're gonna see like it's gonna be December, January, mm-hmm. lower content like. Smaller mm-hmm. annual pass stuff. There's gonna that's mm-hmm. there's gonna be a trial. Uh, mm-hmm. Now see that's a question. So yes. this season we got Black Armory, mm-hmm. Gambit, Season of Opulence, PVE yes. hybrid PVE. Now, mm-hmm. not everyone in this game loves PVP, but right. currently this annual pass PVP really got neglected. Yes, absolutely, we'll agree with that. Now there's a point in the annual pass where some people are like, hey. Um, you know, by this season and you get trials and some people are like, I'm not a PVP person. I'm not going to do that. Do you think like if they go season in March is going to be, this is going to be the trials of the nine Osiris, whatever they call it now. Like when they bring it back, do you think that would be its own season and everything in that season is about PVP? Do you think they could actually justify an expansion to actually be that focused? Cause they basically did it with Gambit. Yeah. So do you think, how do you think, how do you think they're, because honestly, I would be, that would be like their mid-season because Gambit didn't have a raid. It was just about, there's not, so similar timing, similar timing, we're talking about, because when the hell was Mm -hmm. Drifter? Uh, March. March, baby. Yeah. March, Mm -hmm. March, April, May. So then June starts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So March, if you don't have that raid somewhere in the middle, you have at the beginning, you have a break. In that middle time somewhere, either December or March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a I, trial I think, season. Like, how do you think that yeah, reaction like, would like, go down? I think it's one of those things they can get away with it because at the end of the day, you know, they, they're going to follow cadence. 
we're annual pass, right? We're just yeah. that this is really a substantial first part. So we're going to say yep. this is almost they're top heavy. They're going to do, uh, you know, what you call like a rise of iron, so to speak. So, um, yeah, I see because in your defense, right, we can't keep getting raids every single annual pass. It's just not they sustainable. Can't build them fast enough, yeah. That I agree with. That. It's not sustainable. I completely agree. So, right after you're gonna have to have something meaty, but at the same time that doesn't include a raid, and you have these assets. You know what I mean? So I could I could totally see them doing that, and that be the season. That would be about now three or four seasons cadence according to when we last spoke to them and they told us no no trials no trials for you you know what I'm saying so it's about three four you know seasons now come on now yep. so i think yeah i think that's it i think if they i doubt it it'd probably be about the nine most likely i mean it'd be my dream for, for, for my boy to come back you know what i'm saying and get his redemption arc going on with osiris but i think it's too early i think honestly i don't see osiris until deep. i'm gonna be honest as much as i want him i don't think they bring him back you know there's probably other things they want to do so, um, but they can still bring trials back in some form, you know, and make it kind of like the PVP, so to speak, you know, they, because the key thing they said in the Vidoc was that he didn't say no to Dato about trials. He just said, we have to clean up the house and the foundation yep. of PVP first before yeah. we bring that stuff in. So the vibe I'm getting with this season is that they're going to at least attempt to do things. They, they mentioned something like playlists and more so, options. Yeah, and stuff basically that they nature. stated to where, um, mm -hmm. I mean, and Luke Smith was like, hey, I'm going to use a terrible metaphor, but it's actually a really good one. Mm -hmm. uh, at least I thought it was because you take a house. Mm -hmm. The important yes. pieces of a house, if you ever go buy a house, by the way, this is one thing that mm -hmm. got told to me. And it's one of the most important things you can ever listen mm -hmm. to. If you buy a house, you can change wallpaper. You can change carpet. You can change... <laughs> yeah. Like hardwood floors, you can change pictures. Th that stuff doesn't matter at all. You need mm -hmm. three things, a good foundation, foundation. a frame, and a roof. Mm -hmm. Those are your mm -hmm. three. And that's what they're talking about for PVP, right? They need the found, they need the frame, they need the stuff behind the walls. Not like, right. hey, this game mode has 20 second timers or heavy ammo comes up in 30 seconds. No, they're mm -hmm. looking at the playlist, whether it's matchmaking, whether it's how the playlists function, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's quick play, whether it's like specific choices that you get. They're working on the base level stuff for pvp mm -hmm. to feel better yes now if they're on i don't see here's the question is What's here we go well no i was just gonna ask as we're talking about pvp and we think about the foundation the foundation of pvp is how you actually pair up with people right dedicated oh. servers <laughs> yeah, when do I'm, you I was, think that would yeah. be on the table i got bad news for you i don't think now I don't and think it would be either. I'm yeah, with I don't think, as much as I want it. It's, it's just too much going on right now, infrastructure-wise, between the influx of the PlayStation and the Xbox community just talking to each other. Now we're talking PC now going to Steam, bringing Steam, you know, involved. Then you're talking Stadia with streaming. It's it it's so many infrastructures. So I think. That is completely D3. That's that's long-term vision. I think, like I said, cross-save is the, the intermediary step where we kind of get everybody together and play to be able to play where they want, and that's cool. D3 is that, and it. I would love it to be. You know what I'm saying? I would love it to be. The only thing, though, it's going to still be tough because Bungie's on their own. You know what I'm saying? So and, and dedicated service ain't, ain't cheap. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they not cheap. So, like, during the Activision days, we had more of a reason to yell. 
and say, yo, what is up? Like, why don't you have this? And that's really activist. There was no excuse, right, for them to not have dedicated. With as much money they make hand over fist with these games, oh, the yeah. Call of Duties and we all that stuff. We make enough money. We didn't make a billion dollars more than we thought we would. God. Exactly. Stop yeah. it, right? So, you know, that that to me is the thing. So I got to see how they're going to go with it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think right now they got to worry about just everyone playing nice together with data. As far yeah. as transferring, you know what I'm saying? Once I mean, they can prove that, then D3, they tackle the next big one. Yeah, I mean, they control the API. They control the data where you get your stuff from. And then it's how you interact mm-hmm. with, you know, their system. It's like if Dim mm-hmm. can interact with, like, your inventory and your vault and stuff like that, so can PlayStation, Xbox, State, and PC. You can all talk to the same, like, mm-hmm. where's your box of information? Okay, I'm pulling stuff mm-hmm. from his box. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Now, the funny thing Dizzy actually said... yeah. Do you actually think Stadia is going to be... Because Stadia is going to be... It's based on their server. So you're working on right. controlling, but they actually have control of that server game. Right. So but here's they, the thing. I was like, yeah, I, don't know how, I don't know the specifics how that all works, but you're not like... They're not pure matchmaking to my computer. Right. They're, you're going to matchmake to a server that Google's running. Yeah. So it's like... Now, Google is dedicated. Now, now, Dizzy's got a point. I mean, it's a possibility. The only issue comes down to... Your connection, you know, connection, and then if they were to do that, they would have to pony up like dedicated servers. Are like, I work in cloud infrastructure, dedicated servers aren't cheap. Like, so shout out to the police that's going on right now, <laughs> shout out to those guys. They, they agree, they're like, they work they're out like, there. They, they they're out like there. yo, it's crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> shout out to them, we might mute them for a little bit, but anyway, so um, yeah, man, it's like. I, it, the only way that happens is if that partnership is truly exclusive and they say, okay, we, if we give you, and Neil said, what's that? If we, if we give you, um, destiny as an exclusive streaming platform, right. Then they could, Bungie could turn around and said, okay, then you give us a really discounted rate on, um, dedicated servers, right. And to help facilitate all this cross save stuff and all that. So it's a possibility. I'm not saying it's out the room. I don't think. Plus, it would destroy my Microsoft theory all the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if that's the case, then they will not be able to use, they will be the de facto streaming platform, which I still don't think Bungie would do. I still think Bungie wants the game to be on as many devices, as many platforms as they possibly can, because it's beneficial to the online population and the thriving of the game. But we will see. I mean, I'll tell you this. Like, it, Let's just say they did do the deal. Yep. I wouldn't be mad. I mean, the game's still going to be on Xbox anyway, but it's just a matter of if it's streaming exclusive. But let's just say they had Google um dedicated service that's still a win that's still a win man because now you're talking d3 setting up and 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 future um connectivity on de- dedicated service i i I take it because we definitely want that let's be honest you know peer-to-peer it is what it is it's just it's just not that great it's and and you know we, we want to eliminate as much problems as we as we can we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What'd you think? Uh, I mean... It's... 
it's interesting because Stadia need Stadia has that like timing. They have to figure out how they're going to launch. When does Stadia launch? Like date wise, when is it live? November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be playing. Yeah, Stadia arrives this November. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not going to be like day and date, obviously for Destiny. But right. like, how big of a game is Destiny? Is not small. Yeah. That's a big so game. I mean, for them to be saying that's a they Stadia, you have to have a reason to buy Stadia. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, so it's nine ninety nine. I might get this and the other, and they can pair in there as wow. well. And it may sound cool in theory. And of course, as you said, not everybody's going to. Um, have the connection to be able to use it, but right. usually I think I don't. I'm wondering how much Bungie actually had to pay. Is like, hey, if we want to launch on Stadia, be like, we've got an expansion, we have this new thing that we're doing, where this free to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they had to pay as much as partner with them to be like, hey, we're gonna help you launch your platform as mm-hmm. being just to be a partner. It's like because I yeah. mean they need they need a substantial like set of Baldur's Gate three teaser. Then you got. Mm-hmm. You Ubisoft's behind them with Ghost Recon Breakpoint, mm-hmm. and then Division. Division's over. You have there. three pillars. Woo. Three pillars of like major companies, but Bungie on their own saying, "Hey, can we?" It's like let's work together and see because we're trying to get mm. this in everybody's hands. Like I don't know if the, I think they're actually working together more than being like, "Hey, let me pay to put this on your platform. Can I have dedicated service? Hey, let's help launch this thing together." Mm-hmm. And like it comes with the Founders Edition of Stadia. You get Destiny Two with that. That's yeah, a, a that's selling a point for them to say, hey, you're going to buy this controller that's $70. You're going to mm-hmm. get this Chromecast Ultra, which I don't know how much it costs. I got to look. Mm-hmm. And you get a $60 game for 130 bucks. Like the controller and the game is 130 plus. Press the cast plus three months, plus three months for a friend. Like that mm-hmm. package they're using, they're using specifically Destiny to sell their product. There is a reason. Facts. So like, I mean, that's an impressive choice for one, Bungie yeah. being like, hey, we're Google. We do crazy stuff. We picked mm-hmm. Bungie and we picked Destiny to co-launch this thing. Like that's an impressive yeah, like partnership right there. Oh, absolutely. So I mean, like, but I, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think that partnership will lead to benefits for both sides. Not that Bungie's like, mm-hmm. hey, can I have discounted like servers? I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, let's do this together. Uh, like, and then you know maybe if that mm-hmm. partnership works well, maybe they can use Google servers or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Something like that down the road. So I think the Stadia thing. Even like if Stadia functions or not, which hopefully it does, because right. I'm sure I'll try it at some point. But right. um, I think just having Google be a partner is huge for them to be able to have oh, flexibility and stuff down the road. So I'm yeah, hoping absolutely. that actually really helps them out. Sorry, yeah, long way discussion again. No, there. this is this is good discussion. It, 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 it's it's very interesting to see. This is where I need Hoag. This is where we got to get. If we huh. could somehow get behind the scenes of that contractual agreement, which allowed, is it a marketing deal for streaming? Is it an exclusivity deal for streaming? Is there is is there an oh, exchange? Because you're talking like, about like XCloud being an option and stuff like that later on. So you're wondering yeah. if like, hey, if Stadia's because, the only one that streams, otherwise you got to buy your digital your download copy and play it normal as opposed right. to stream it. Because Stadia could say, I mean, if they want to be aggressive and they're the new kid on the block, they're the first kid on the block with streaming, right? So they could say, yo, we'll do this with you, but we have to be the exclusive streaming platform. Right. We know Steam is now they've taken it, taken it off of Battle.net. Right. Steam is going to be the de facto PC platform. Right. That's, so I was going to get to Neo's comment right there. They yeah. said no exclusivity. Mm-hmm. That's the one okay, thing well, they harped on hardcore. They did. They did. But remember, we have to look at it in the context of um, platform. Right. 
streaming represents a different entity. That's a new entity. I'm not saying what he's saying is wrong. He, he could very be well right. It could still not be exclusive. It could stream anywhere, right? But again, we know xCloud is coming, right? So the key is going to be, is Microsoft allowed with their soon-to-be streaming platform to stream Destiny? You know what and I'm saying? Honestly, That's the question. I would say, I know you're muting for the for the love out there. Shout out to the hard workers in the world. Um, honestly, I think like the Bunchy bought their independence however they did it. They spent time to buy their independence. And I think at this point, this is like, hey, we're going to pair up with Google to help, you know, we're going to use this yeah. as another platform out I'm there. With you. But I also, but I don't think they're going to say, no, you can't stream this on Xbox or you can't stream this on PS5 thing or Azure, xCloud or whatever all the infrastructure is going to be called. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be where you play Destiny. And I don't think they would say, oh, well, I got an Xbox with xCloud. Well, you can't stream it there. I don't think they would do that because of their messaging is so strong to say, play mm -hmm. it any. That is one of their three pillars. They started with that little yeah. elevator pitch yes. is to say, yes. so I don't think they would do that. So I was like, I understand. I no, I was like, I understand. Like you're like, hey, maybe they paid. It's like I think Bungie at this point will help you launch it, but we still mm -hmm. have our freedom to put it wherever we want to. I, I'm with you, and it literally ties into why I still expect to see it on Microsoft stage or announced by Microsoft at some point when it comes. Well, hopefully, you'll let, get to see to it firsthand. We'll see. We'll see when I go out there. But no, no, I agree. This is a great discussion. I just love tech stuff like this. I love hearing behind the scenes how deals get done. And and this stuff is fun. It's it's real fun because um, like I said, just to see let's just, let's just call it what it is. Them being on Stadia is a good move for visibility and more access for the game. Yeah. At the end of the day, however this plays out, it is there, there's a whole community that doesn't have a box, that doesn't have a, a high functional PC, that may have a potato of a rig. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And they say, and you're saying, hey, I can go on my phone. I can go on my tablet. I can go on my browser. All I have to do, and I'm just reading right now, the controller is not mandatory. You can keyboard mouse it. You can keyboard mouse. I've just read right now one of their Stadia, uh, go to the Stadia uh, account right now. The, the, the yeah, they said it. you could. Yeah. So literally, you know, you can do, that's crazy, man. That's a whole new player base that is part of a you know that, that don't play consoles that don't play Destiny that's going to be privy to Destiny for the first time and if if the subscription is what it is and they just buy that whatever ten dollars whatever it is a month that's hey you got you may have a, a new a whole new base of a, a whole influx of people you know indeed did mm -hmm. Bungie break by the way oh nope there it is okay yeah, um, mm -hmm. I'm just waiting to see if uh, we'll mm -hmm. actually get it twab at some point probably not mm -hmm. um. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I mean, yeah, I think at this point they are going out of their way to say we're gonna be yeah. wherever you want to be. So that free to play, but honestly, for them, I mean, think about if you you don't get the founders, but you just do the nine ninety nine. Do you think that's gonna come with the new light, or do you think that's gonna come with Shadow Keep? I think it's probably just new light. I think they're trying to the vibe I'm getting from the the messaging is the packaging is they want you to get that whole package for Shadow Keep. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, again, if I had to guess, you know, I'm going to basically looking at it right now is I think that that's the route most likely they're going to go with. Yeah. But yeah, man, this is this is a uh, it's interesting times, man. This is interesting times. Love it. Love it. Very yeah, Shadow Keep next session with Stadia collection with Stadia Pro. Mm -hmm. So here is when you look at the standard edition of Shadow mm -hmm. Keep. 
Mm-hmm. So wherever you buy it, mm-hmm. however you get around to getting your hands on Shadowkeep, this is what it's going to contain. One, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep does not require ownership of any previous Destiny 2 expansions to play. Oh. Don't even have to have touched anything. Yeah. Don't even... You oh. could have skipped um, Forsaken. Still play it. You're Fire. good. Fire. Now, features. Now, there's a specific inclusion and exclusion that I want to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Let's get to it. New missions and quests. It's going to be a campaign we know. There's going to be some type mm-hmm. of story to this thing. Going in, figure out what mm-hmm. Eris did, what she messed up, mm-hmm. what she break. <laughs> Quests, we know those are going to be there. Um, And that's going to be like, whether it's exotics, Mm -hmm. whether it's like, here's the side mission or things like that. Mm -hmm. New destination, we know is going to be the moon, twice as big. Here's Here's my other baby. I already know. New dungeon. Fire. Fire. Now, in that little Vidoc, did you get where you think that dungeon's going to be? I didn't catch. Put, Put me on. My... Hunch in their discussion, being it was mm-hmm. kind of mentioned separately, mm-hmm. Black Garden. Yes, 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 yes. Because it sound that discussion sounded at the exact same. They were talking about new dungeon. They're running around in the Black mm-hmm. Garden, and they're like, "Well, that's not any way related to the moon. That's Venus and Mars, some weird mm-hmm. combination in the middle. That's separate. So if that's the dungeon, I'm like, send me there." <laughs> Oh yeah, dungeons are amazing. I, so not new dungeon. So that's a happy so, man right there. Y'all don't know that is a happy man right there. His shattered throne feels just came back. So, <laughs> well, okay. Either way, they say there's a dungeon and a raid in the same couple bullet points. Woo! So wherever it happens, we'll see. Um, this ain't small content. <laughs> new armor and gear, of course. All an all new raid. Not mm. shocking. Oh, they said the raid was Black Garden, I believe. So maybe the raid is yeah. in the Black Garden. Okay. Okay. How does okay. that work, by the way? Yeah, right? I if this that, is all about yeah. the nightmares and Shadowkeep and the story connects, and you're talking about Hive and these nightmares, is the Black Garden, like, is the little floating orb that in the Black Garden that we killed, mm-hmm. is that what's been, like, fueling all these nightmares? This is this is news to me. They got to tie it. I don't it. know. Like, I don't... It. And that's kind of the one and he did. Up. He, he did say that to cut you. They did say, I don't know if you caught this line. I think Luke said it. What the thing that they loved about Forsaken was how you did all that. And then you did the raid. And then you saw the Dreaming City and the curse Evol- of the cycle. Evolve. Of, yep. Evolve. So, the, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this literally, Black Garden, something's going on that's, that's going to make us go there. Something's so in the Black Garden, whether it's a dungeon. Um, and that was the thing about the dungeon in Forsaken. It was very connected to that three-week cycle story. Mm-hmm. Like, that was tied in, like, Dylan, like the lore behind that is actually bananas when you hear, like, why is the three-week cycle happening? When we kill Dylan Caro, we start over and we do the three-week cycle again. Like, mm-hmm. the lore behind that whole sequence, whether it's annoying Fine. that you only have the three weeks to play it anyway, the mm-hmm. fact that how that cycle, the reason that cycle is there is bananas. Mm-hmm. So yes, if the dungeon actually has any lore connotations, whether mm-hmm. the raid is in Black Garden or the mm-hmm. dungeon is in Black, if there's some connection between all that insanity, mm-hmm. whoa, Boom. craziness, craziness. And the war blackjack is saying, "Carrier uh, and the Vex." Mm. So that could, could be, be interesting because then could Vex be. would finally give some tie-in to the other planets when yes. you go to like tell. I don't know. So, so the ways. dungeon, like dungeon, for me has me obviously hyped. I will throw my mm-hmm. money at the screen long ago. Um, yeah, just seriously throwing my wallet at the screen. There it is, baby. Let's go. 
season pass for the season of the undying. Of the undying. We got the name. It was actually, if you look in the game right now, it's in there. If you go click oh, on okay. season seven, and then it'll yeah. say everything about season seven of Opulence on the bottom. Season of Undying. Like next season, season mm. of Undying. So it's actually already been out there. Um, fire. Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-order Destiny 2 Shadowkeep on PlayStation or Xbox One and receive Destiny 2, Curse of Osiris, and Warmind to begin playing today. So you can actually start doing that. Pre-purchase to also receive the Two-Tailed Fox Exotic Rocket Launcher and Ooh. an exclusive Hive-themed ornament once Destiny 2 Shadowkeep launches. So that's like Ooh. an interesting little... It's just yeah, they're giving you... I don't know. The standalone of Destiny 2 Shadowkeep includes a digital copy of the game and a single season pass providing exclusive activities and rewards. Mm-hmm. First purchase per account for the asterisk. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we, we, per- include... Not to cut you. Not oh, to cut you. Did we finally comment on the death of exclusive exotics and exclusive... Oh my god, strength. yes. Like, <sighs> no more exclusive. That stops in September. Is there still a strike that we haven't played on PC? Is there? There is one, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's one. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, see, there you go. There's your new strike. Now, (laughs) I'm really excited. It says missions, quests, dungeons, destinations. They're going to talk about PvP. What I don't see in there? Mm -hmm. Strikes. Yeah, I I was just about to say that. I don't see strikes. Yep. I don't see strikes. Yeah, we might have to take the L on that. We might have to take the L on that because... Uh, I, I'm, I'm acquiescing to you. There's only so much they can do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So listen, if you if, if listen, if I got if I gotta say, do I want strikes in the whole shebang or wait? I take this. <laughs> I, 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 I'm good. I'm I'm not gonna. Uh, they have they are really giving a lot. You know what I'm saying? And listen, you know I miss strikes. I really do. I really do. But. You know, maybe what the hope is, maybe with the next season, post season of the Undying, we we can, we we could put money that we're gonna say most likely it's not going to be a raid right after. I would think that would be a lot. That would be season of Opulence raid, season of Undying raid, and then another. That would be a lot to ask. So yeah, because they I'm didn't last. S- who made yeah. Black Armory? Uh... I'm trying to remember who made that because I know Vicarious made Season of Opulence. Don't remember. And I don't know if they had help with Black Armory because, I mean, the last wish was Bungie. Mm-hmm. So then if there was another, like, for Black Armory, they made the labs and they made the for- the Scourge of the Past. Yeah. So, so that was like, that was back-to-back raids in three months. And then yeah, we had the six-month break, obviously, till Opulence. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you get a raid now, then when's your raid? What was the timeline? The timeline for Armory was got... what December. Mm-hmm. When did we get Armory? December. December. Yeah. Um, I would say December. Whatever you know, the season comes out. That can they cannot be a raid. That that is too many raids. They 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 need a break. <laughs> they need oh, to reload. Yes. What? Yes. I see. I, I, listen. I could, I could admit. <laughs> I got no problem admitting. They need a okay. break then. So then, do you put it me. in the middle? Do you put it in March? Or do you put it in op- like your June thing? Probably. Um, like do it when is Drifter? Month? Drifter was March, right? Drifter was March. Yeah. See the keys, do you think they? But it's like if your raid goes in March and that's a PVE focused thing, where do you put your PVP trial season situation? I, I'm curious to see. Big curveballs in Burnett right now. Keep, yeah, 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 I love it. Love it though. You know, I like. I'm curious to see if annual pass keeps the the cadence of three. 
months. Three is a lot. Well, if you scroll down mm-hmm. and you get to the Shadow Keep Digital Deluxe Edition, yep. it comes with everything in the normal oh Shadow my Keep. God. Four season four passes. season passes. Wow. Now you get one wow. you get your seat you get season eight with Shadow Keep. So that's basically mm-hmm. a season. And you get mm-hmm. everything in there specifically. Mm-hmm. Um but there are four. four. Wow. That's they are working. I gotta oh, yeah. shut up. They are working. Like this this is like I'm like, yo, to be honest, now I'm like, yo, how y'all doing this? This sounds like way too much. Like, I'm oh, like, what? Do y'all got time to work on D3? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What is all this we're talking about? I'm, this is the weirdest discussion. Right we're coming full circle all the way back to D3 I'm discussion. Coming, I'm coming full circle right now. Like, four season passes? That's a lot. Mm. So what does, why not three? This is interesting. This is interesting. You know, because look, well, four one, was... one is included with Shadowkeep, so you still have mm-hmm. you still. It's like the annual pass, just literally season eight is right there and with Shadowkeep. So that w- that would be one, right? One, the, the, and then you yeah. yeah. So it's the full year of what we just went through. It's Forsaken season of the Forge, season of the Drifter, season of Opulence. It's another year. Yeah, 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 yeah like no, you're that. right. You're right. I'm sorry. It's not like you're doing three month seasons. Okay, right, months, right, you're right. So basically, the they're counting. Cadence. So basically, it's the so basically, Shadow Keep is the equivalent of Forsaken, which counts as one. Yep. Okay, I got it. Got yeah. it. All right. Still, so then it's the same. It's, it's the Shadow, same. Yeah, it's, it's the lot. same. It's. I guess I, it's interesting because I, all I'm doing in my mind is trying to line up when D3 is going to launch. Yeah. Right. So when I see this, because I don't know for some reason I thought well, maybe D3 end of 2020, right? Or yeah. PS5, Top of Xbox Two. Yeah, that time so frame now, seems fitting. Yeah, now because we we know it. I I don't see D three. I think they have to take a break after the fourth one, which would be the summer of twenty twenty, which would be the season of opulence, right? Season of opulence after, twenty. Season of opulence two. If we're going for 20, reference yeah, points for you guys, yes. Yeah. Season of opulence twenty twenty. I don't think you could come back again. And say, boom, rise of iron, right? That is when I go, I defer to you now and say, you have to, next gen's out, right? Because September, next gen won't be, you think, I don't think they'll launch. This is just my gut. Again, I could be wrong, whatever. My gut tells me September, there's no shadow keep two because November, there's gonna be the new consoles, right? We're gonna have the PlayStation 5 and we'll have the Xbox Scarlet or what have you, right? I don't. Ah, this is tough. This is tough, because they kind of did do that with Destiny Two, because didn't Destiny Two launch regular? I'm bugging. I'm trying to remember what was Destiny Two. The old generation was out already. I'm trying to remember now. It's got. It's got to go back in time. I mean, what did PlayStation come out in 2014? Yeah. Yeah. So we're, it was we already crossed. out. Yeah. We already crossed the generational. We crossed. Yeah. This is interesting. This is interesting because at some point they have to prep D3 for next generation consoles. Can I have that in writing since you... They no, I'm to, just, but that's what I've been trying to say this entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at it's just... some it. point, yeah. four season... You're even looking at that saying, hey, that sounds like a lot to keep up with. We saw how PvP was now neglected and they mentioned right. as to why... 
They're mm-hmm. seeing all these pieces. They are on their own. They do not mm-hmm. have other studios. Where do mm-hmm. you have? So okay, no. So my question is like, so then mm-hmm. you're saying like they have to take a break to prep for D three. How does that break work? That's what I've the been bre- asking for a while. It's like, how right. do you see that break functioning? They have to basically after the season say, okay, all hands on deck for there will be no more season after the fourth this fourth season of Shadowkeep and say all hands on deck for 2021 launch or unless they keep September. It's all about cadence. This is a weird thing. It's very See, strange. This, this is now this brings it right back. So what you described mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. what I had predicted this year is you're just saying mm-hmm. it's okay next year. Basically what I'm saying is it all depends on when they feel comfortable launching D3. It doesn't basically what they've shown so far is that they don't care. They're dropping September. This is what this is what I learned. Because let's be real, we've had this discussion about like, yo, do not drop when they come. You see the cops, you hear the cops, they're like, don't do it, don't drop. <laughs> they have really good timing, by the way. All right. I love it. They, they, they're out here tonight. So anyway, so basically, it's like now they're saying, yo, we're going to drop in September regardless of who's out there. That's ballsy to me. This is a new bungee. I wasn't expecting this, right? This changes the landscape now. Yep. Now, to me, it says, well, maybe they they still keep this cadence all the way through. So, this is different territory. Like, but it was like, so, okay, so in your mind, the cadence mm-hmm. has changed. But you're also saying Season of Opulence 2, whatever season 2020 is, mm-hmm. you're saying that's okay. So, if they don't do a September launch then, and they wait for, if they need to prep for D3, is that the point yeah. where you're like, hey, if they don't release anything else, everybody's going to forget about them then? I can't, I take it back I, to that line of what you gave me mm-hmm. a hard time about previously because you're just like, mm-hmm. hey, they need to prep for D3. They need to take a break. There's not going to be another September expansion. Right. That's literally what I said about the September coming up, and you're like, no, they're going to forget about them. But you just said it's okay in 2020. So I'm asking I'm how can that function? I was, saying, I was saying it's okay under the impression that they would not drop. I did not think they were going to drop in September. I'll be honest. Like There was no way in my mind they're going borderlands they're going to go up against all these heavy hitters and they just sit there and broke the internet today they said we don't care like it was so gangster what they did they were like so what (laughs) and i'm like (laughs) and then what's funny is i'm like yo it don't matter they gonna really be (laughs) like that so this now my mind is blown like y'all could do whatever y'all want (laughs) so i'm literally in awe right now this is uncharted territory like deal mental yep borderlands and soldier boy like they they they're so what like this was the most gangsters thing i've ever seen i'm like you dare not drop around that time so now that changes the whole scope of the argument now because to me it's like they're gonna continue to drop when they want to drop and they can continue to work on d3 when they want to work on it and they're giving us four season passes like there's no need there's no crunch they're acting like they're under no jurisdiction to 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 have to wait that's what i'm saying like now i don't know i'm trying to give them a break and they like nah we're out here we're good no so here's the other way they can play it and this is what i wonder mm-hmm. if they do it's just yeah. four season passes mm. what if those aren't on a very specific cadence what right. if it what if they take right. little breathers in between to space them so they release them when they're ready the what if only... like no yeah. i'm just so so say shadow keep gets through 
through December instead. Mm -hmm. You have September, October, November, December. They have some other events, and then the next season is January. They space them a little farther. Yeah, give some breather in between, so it's not like a three month cadence. Like bam, bam, and bam, and bam. It's like bam, little breather, bam, and there's a little more breathing room in there to give them that time to function. So then it's not on this like hey, and that would let them also break off of that September cycle if they want to. That would mm-hmm. just be another way for them to do it, as opposed to every three months we have a new season in this like right. environment, and that may be what they want to do. But they also right. have the freedom to say, "Hey, season of whatever's after Shadowkeep, mm-hmm. we want a little more time to work on it. Mm-hmm. Hang tight for the next month. It's going to be in January instead." Hold like, on, Forte. He said they. What well, one second? He said it might not be. No, there's definitely going to be D three though, because they did, they did, Dado pressed Luke Smith. And he pressed him on D3 specifically, and he gave the typical corporate answer, which is, we're not ready to talk about that right now. You know, we're, we're so far ahead. So it's coming. It's definitely – I did think it was going to go MMO all the way, and this is what they're doing. They're just going to stay here. But, yeah, D3 is definitely going to come. Um, yeah, yeah, I think you're on it. I think you're on it. I think that might be the new wave, which is basically throw out the – outside of this September, which is following Cadence. Yep. Maybe they say, "Look, we wait until it's ready." The next content, which would be, uh, what's it, uh, Black Armory Part Two, right? Black Armory Part Two cadence doesn't necessarily have to come out December, and then they say, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? We push that back, or maybe it's that's January, February, and you space out the cadence of that, and that could totally that could totally work because again, they're free from Activision. You know, that's another way they can do it. It's just interesting to me when like, like I didn't see this part. That's why when you showed me this." And I see the digital collector stuff, and it's saying four season passes. Like I didn't expect that. I'll be honest; I didn't expect it was gonna it was gonna keep that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the joys of speculation and timing continues. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, and then two things: uh, if you mm-hmm. go to the Bungie store, you have the collector's edition for Shadowkeep, mm-hmm. which has a cool thing. They say a hive cryptoglyph, uh, which yeah. is solvable by what comes in the collector's edition. It's actually a little puzzle box that you're going to have to spin, figure out the key, and open, and I guess decipher mm-hmm. hive to be able mm-hmm. to actually understand what's coming next. But there's mm-hmm. another piece. You can buy that stuff without buying a game code. You can buy everything in the collector's edition if you want it mm-hmm. separately. Nice. Yes, no game code version. However. Yep. Taking a look at it right now. So you got a couple patches. You got some books in there. I can't quite tell what's involved. It's got the soundtrack and the game and that type Mm -hmm. of stuff. So that will definitely probably be a thing on top of that. that little buggy thing? You see that little buggy, moon buggy? Yeah, on the page? Yeah, Yeah. I don't know know what that little book is showing. So it's the Mars rover. We found it. Da Vinci Code. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, Blackwing. (laughs) Da Vinci Code, like, twisty puzzle box thing. So Yeah, interesting. so yeah, you got a quite a bit of. St- it's what one? What is that? One twenty nine for that thing? Mm-hmm. One twenty nine, September seventeenth. Digital. Uh, one fifty. One fifty. I'm sorry for the full collectors. Mm-hmm. Which will come with the digital deluxe, which is sixty, and then mm-hmm. I guess it's so ninety bucks on top for everything it comes with. Look at Steam up here. It looks good. Looking good. That's oh nice. yeah, Steam took no time at all. By the way, oh yeah, it's yeah, literally it on. Me. It's on yeah, yeah. yeah top page on Steam. <laughs> that was low key. That was low key. Yeah, Epic Store. What? <laughs> low key, low key. We know yeah, that was, was like Borderlands Three, and Steam's mm-hmm. like Destiny Two. Steam was like, we got no problem going up against you with that. What's up, yo? It's, that's, yo this, 
gangster move, man. Gangster, bro. Like I didn't expect this. Is I was I was perfectly content with them tucking tail, and I'd have been okay with it. And they're like, nah, we we here, man. We here. This is wow. This is this is something. Mm 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 mm. So what all did we get? We've got Shadowkeep. We've got New Light. We've got Crossplay. We've got um, Destiny Two is going to Steam. Mm-hmm. That's everything we got going forward, which is a whole bunch. I'm gonna have to watch that Vidoc again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Really, really, really slowly to understand mm-hmm. the armor pieces, how that works, and I'll break that mm-hmm. down at some point in the future. Uh, Stadia blew the doors off of it first. Cross save. Mm-hmm. They say watch this space for how cross save will work because at some point oh, it's just going to be a thing. Forte. He's like, he's like, yo, I see you with my three max guardians in September. Can't, Can't wait, wait to, to run, run with you guys again, dude. It's the, that's what I was talking about earlier, Forte. I mean, again, forget the content. Forget even though the content looks amazing, everything they're saying looks amazing. All the gameplay, just that alone is an earth shattering. I'm gonna say something crazy. Uh oh, I'm gonna say something crazy, bro. Uh oh. I'm feeling confident, man. I'm feeling like I'm feeling like. So what? What a li- <laughs> I'm feeling confident, man. I can't believe I've gone full circle. I went from running and hiding to like, yo, we out Basically here. Like, bring it at this point. What? What you gonna do? I got the Hulk Hogan. What you gonna do when the cross save come for you? What are you? Because at the end of the day, no disrespect to Borderlands. Great game. We're gonna pick it up. No disrespect. Right? Looks fun. But when it's done, it's done, right? And, and at the end of the day, you're talking about all my friends. Look at Forte. All these people that are Destiny hardcore. with Destiny people. There's people that love both. But now you're telling the Gathalians and everybody that love Borderlands and all that, yo, one week after, get your fun. Four, four days. Four days. Four days. After. That is so. Go ahead. Go go over there. And then you're going to have to come back over. It. I love it. This is a power move. This is such a power move. Wow. Wow, didn't see this coming. Salute to Destiny. Just when like I tell you, it's the it's the Phoenix. It rises from the Phoenix every time you think it's dead, it's back again. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, huh? Crazy how things work, man. Wow, who would have thought we'd be having this conversation? Uh, yeah, I honestly didn't did not know, but no, like mm-hmm. I mean, the free to play way to get into it. You've got mm-hmm. it looks so good. Like, so much positive stuff coming soon. I honestly can't wait. But we still have to talk about what just came out. (laughs) So how much... Okay, so, Season of Opulence. We finally made it to the topic Mm -hmm. because we just basically said, hey, new new stuff in the future counts more than right now. And that's probably true for a lot Mm -hmm. of you guys. Mm -hmm. But we still got to talk about Season of Opulence. How -hmm. much have you touched it? Not much, brother. This is going to be uh, me listening to you at the fireplace right now. <laughs> but I'm um, Indian style. You're just sitting there yeah. waiting for the cheetah to spill some knowledge. Um, you got to tell me, brother. All, literally, all I did was uh, get my invitation. I went to the barge, you know, barely got shot around a few things. But you tell me, I haven't even seen the menagerie. Break it down. What's the menagerie like? Tell me, what's, what's it like out here, man? Yeah. So the menagerie is mm-hmm. kind of awesome. Actually, Christian wow. is um, so it's got mechanics to it. There's rooms, there's timers on it. It's I you go through it twice. It's not there. There you'll set encounters have variations to them. Uh, you won't have the same order of encounters. Um, the final boss seems to be the same. That's where the bosses are going to be changing as they rotate mm-hmm. those in. Mm-hmm. So what is the menagerie? 
Well, it starts, for one, uh, Season of Opulence launches. A lot of people were just leveling up just like I was, trying to get into the raid in 24 hours. That didn't happen. That thing was hard. Um, but that six-hour grind. God. So, okay. Oh. So, the six-hour grind. The contest modifier is an interesting thing. Okay, break it down. That sets a difficulty. And it doesn't matter if you were 750. The contest modifier is going to make you 700 when you fight that first encounter. And they can pick whatever they want to, the enemies to be. They were 715, okay. 720. That stuff hurt. You had to be on point, precision, couldn't die, had to execute together. We didn't, my, the people I leveled up with, we even went in that next afternoon after most of us were like 715, 720, hoping to be ready for like, then I couldn't even beat the first encounter. Wow. So that set, that wow. contest modifier took like just mm -hmm. damn near perfect execution. Because mm. if you died, a lot of the way that raid works, spoiler warning, I'll give you guys about five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Spoiler. Is the fact that you have, basically it's called a buff, it's a witch's blessing. Half the team will have it, half won't. And you're splitting up into, tri into little duos. Mm -hmm. And both of you have to be alive because the things you need to shoot and do stuff with is mm -hmm. you need both of you. So say there's three mm -hmm. crystals. Each crystal has to be shot by a person with and without the blessing. And you're like mm. changing the who has the blessing all the time. So you have these little duos that are going the whole time. Mm. But if you one of you dies, that crystal can't get killed unless somebody comes over and covers. And then you got to figure mm. out, did you have the blessing and did you not? So dying was just awful. And you were so squishy at that level. Mm. So yeah, that was why it was, it was brutal. Now, mm -hmm. I didn't get past the first encounter. I know there's a jumping puzzle and some st stuff like that. And then the boss is two phases. I saw that. So I haven't seen the jumping puzzle at all, actually. And the boss That's is cool. like phase one and then phase two. Kind of like Scourge of the Past. It has a similar okay. length, I think, actually. Okay. So it's got one mm -hmm. jumping puzzle, phase one, mm -hmm. phase two for the bosses. So I think it's mm -hmm. basically Scourge in length once people get it down. Yeah. Yep. yep. But you are going to have to, those mechanics, um, shout out to Pyro, I was talking to him for a second kind of more annoying on the mechanics like not as favorite yeah I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go there i watched it i i did watch um daddo's second play stream <laughs> um i watched that felt, um, bad, felt felt bad yeah. but shout out to what he got I, to do today shout out to him. It, they, so. they, they crushed it they crushed it. i just wanted to see because basically i watched esoteric's final encounter for yeah. the win then i watched daddo's entire run right so when i saw the first encounter i liked it I just felt it went too long. I felt like it, it, yeah, it was You have like, to get the four lanterns. Yeah, it takes... We got... Um, so shout out to Bender and Chat and mm -hmm. uh, the rest of the team. It was Hampton mm -hmm. and Summer and... Salute Bender. Yeah. Hampton, Summer, mm -hmm. Mayor, and then Mimi Toast. Um, that was just the mm -hmm. ones that I had. And mm -hmm. the six of us, we got to halfway through the first encounter. Mm -hmm. So... Wow. Yeah, it was like we got the mechanics, we had it down, kind of had a different strat that we got later on in that afternoon the next day that was kind of helping, but execution yeah. is so key. Now, if I went in now at like 725 on that first encounter, you wouldn't be as squishy and we could probably go do it. That's why I still want to try and gotcha. do it this weekend. So see how it is. the level, mm -hmm. the contest cap, mm -hmm. and I think that's one of those things, if they want to launch that raid, now they have the contest that's like, I don't care if you level, prime ingram, what, you could give like mm -hmm. two weeks. And then right. just slap that contest modifier on there. And even if you're 750, it doesn't matter. You're still going to play that raid at the level they want mm. you to play you for the raid mm -hmm. race. And then after that, then it can be mm -hmm. fine and normal. And then people might mm -hmm. go stomp it, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, at mm -hmm. a higher level. But that contest raid race would be curated to whatever they pick. Okay. 
So they could do that later, but it was like Mm -hmm. just forcing it in six hours. For one, that whole like picture and spreadsheet that people were saying, hey, plan the stuff on all three characters, go to Dreaming City and Shattered. You don't have Mm -hmm. six hours to do all that stuff. I'm sorry. That was not going to happen on three characters. Now, Mm -hmm. maybe the people who were up there got there, but Mm -hmm. I got pretty lucky by the time was raid was coming around. I was about 715. And I got lucky. I got lucky on drops. I started to get screwed Mm -hmm. after we kind of... We're doing mm-hmm. some of the other stuff, and I got like four energy weapons in a row, and that happened mm-hmm. later. But I mean, right. generally for me, it was it's too fast to force mm-hmm. that. And the mm-hmm. best way to do that is go play old stuff. So then you reinvigorate that whole like mm-hmm. argument of people saying, hey, this is that whole thing of, mm-hmm. you know, the leveling has issues and going to play the old content and stuff like that. You force people to do that. If people got to play the Menagerie and then, hey, I'll go get to do this and had a couple casual weeks to go play mm-hmm. some content, some of the new stuff, experiment with the Menagerie, and then like, hey, if you're over level, cool, we're still going to set this contest, and then you go. I still think that would be a better way to do that. The contest mm-hmm. is cool because it levels it. Like first encounter, right. you're 700. I don't care if you're 750. And right. then that last encounter, you're 720 fighting 735. Whatever they set it at, that's fine. You're fine with that. That's, I mean, however they decide to do that. In theory, that does level the playing field which mm-hmm. is cool, but then but. in turn, it just forced you to like just burn yourself out for six hours, and then when you got into the grind, you were already like, like you mm. were kind of like drained just grinding for light, then to turn around and start grinding for the raid for however many hours, and then shout out to mm-hmm. Be Bold, Caroline Gamer, Esoteric, yes. I know there's other people, those are the two I remember, and then Datto's mm-hmm. Math Class and Slayer Age, like, Mm-hmm. that was the closest one to finish they said they've ever had yeah they didn't mention that yeah and i will say yeah. by the way if you're tapping your foot on your desk you're shaking your camera sorry just saying i catch i caught myself doing it before so I just yeah it's, it's a force to have it yep. <laughs> just keep it I'm, I'm yeah, intrigued on the carpet um mm-hmm. so they're they let I me mean, shout out to them executing under that contest modifier because it whooped us on the first one so wow. they put that together and had everything wait, wait um, i want to back you up i want to back you up so you're a fan of the first, I mean, the, the contest rules. The contest the modifier is nice. Is It could use some tweaks for like mm-hmm. how the level it makes. But if mm-hmm. they want to make it an even fight, mm-hmm. that's the, I mean, give people time to level up. So like grinding in six hours still leaves a lot of room for RNG to screw you over. Mm-hmm. So like in six hours, you have a lot of room. Over the course of like a week or something like that, RNG would have a chance to kind of level itself out for a lot of people. But then Mm -hmm. if you slap the contest modifier on one week later, RNG or not, you are going to base. If you've been playing enough, you should probably be okay in a week. Like I got to, I got to 720 in a couple days. There's a lot of crap and ways to get powerful gear. And the menagerie is a new one. We'll get to in a minute. Right. Um, and you're saying, I don't think they want people to get some of the powerful weapons before the raid. Um, and like that, that is one of those things, but I was like, I don't think there's too much out there that's going to break the raid um, overall that you would probably get in that first week. But that raid itself is, you could be higher. You could just let people breathe a little more. Then you could be like, okay, everybody's ready. Take your day off. Go in fresh. Bam. Reset. Go for the raid. But that, but that contest modifier sets it so I don't care how high you are. Everyone faces that first encounter the same. Then it is understanding the raid. Then it is okay. working together, executing as a team on a level playing field, but you don't have to like bash your head against the grind for sex hours to try and get as high as possible. Mm-hmm. Still maybe have RNG screw you over. Maybe be a little bit under-leveled, even though we're all supposed to be even. So you're, you're, okay, 
I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Your main thing is that grind, that six hour just grind short. commitment is just yeah. too short. You know what I'm saying? So what about what do you say to the people? I, I, I feel where you're coming from. I guess my counter argument would be, what do you say to the people that say, look, you know, you got to take the day off. If you want to do it, if you want that world first, you got to, I don't know, you know, the hardcore, whatever. Like, because the vibe I got, again, just looking from the outside, I'm be, I was a little surprised that it was kind of like the same people. It wasn't like, I thought it would be, I mean, as someone, I'm no disrespect. Like, they, have they been in the mix before? You know, with Be Bold and those guys? Like, have they been in raid mixes before? I mean, I talked to CG for a little bit, Carolina Gamer. Um, yeah. Just a little bit in DMs and stuff, just as I thank mm-hmm. him for a little help on something else. Yeah. Uh, he said, I mean, PVE is a huge thing. I mean, obviously, we know Esoteric is, for sure. Oh, he's not. Uh, even- so, I mean, yeah, it's like, so playing with that group, PVE is their thing. So, I mean, I think they may have tried before. I don't know if you were, like, you know, getting, like, decent top finishes and stuff, but not quite there. Uh, okay. I mean, obviously, Glad was still in there. Data was still yeah. in there. Those guys yeah. may have been trying, may not just have had same mm-hmm. execution or leveling or anything mm-hmm. like that before. But, I mean, I think they have been trying before. So, I don't know if they're... Okay. I mean, they have some damn skilled people on that team, though. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I was like... I wasn't surprised when I heard... Who, the When I saw the list and I saw those two on there alone, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, the, I don't know if there was a lot of underdogs. Kak has still got first one on console. Nice. Luke so, I mean, like, it still seemed like a lot of the same. Yeah, that's the vibe I got. Worlds first. Hmm. So, Interesting. I, I'm just surprised by it. I mean, that's all. I mean, obviously, Cream is going to rise to the top. We know that. But I was, I was just interested to see with all this new, you know, contest rules, so to speak, I'm going to call it, that um, if that would change up and we would get new faces, it didn't really seem like, not that there's a bad thing. I mean, these guys are just that good. I mean, just, we got to give it up to what it, what it is. So I was just I was just curious about that, and um, you know, in reference to the whole six hour thing, I, I'm with you. I feel you. I mean, I knew, first of all, my, my schedule just been too crazy. I'm prepping for E3. You already oh, know no. that. Like, yeah. and, and I'm I'm I try my best to like try to. Everything was going wrong. There was no way I could. Play. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna give it up. I'm just gonna watch you guys. I'm gonna cheer on from the sidelines and see what's going on. And what I've determined for me. <laughs> There's no unless the stars align and I'm off work and there's nothing going on and boom, you know what I'm saying? I'll do it. But other than that, it to me it seems like a special type of commitment, and I think that's just what it comes down. To. I'm not saying that you're not committed because clearly you are. You know what I'm saying? So I guess I don't know. I, I guess it's just you got to have a six. So that's that, just so that's what I'm saying. If you're looking yeah. to widen the playing field. Yeah, talk to me. Give you give them a week or ten days like they did for Last Wish, but slap contest on there. So even if you're above, everybody's at an, a level playing field. But mm. you give more people like you who are work, but you're like, hey, I can grind out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Guys, I'm not social this weekend. I'm I'm working right. on leveling up. I am gonna like the only day I still take off is that rate grind you. day. But more people get a chance to get up there. Now I feel you. But like the people like Beeble, like Glad, like Math Class, all mm. those guys still take the time to be like hey, we run raids, we think together, we execute, we're damn skilled players. Like, there is something you can't, like, having the time to get ready is still not going to make that. Mm-hmm. Like, those people are going to be, like, they're extremely skilled players. But giving, like, RNG and things like that and more and more people, like, that group can pull it through because mm-hmm. those people have done it before. But if you mm-hmm. give people just trying to figure out puzzles and mechanics and things like that, and everybody like there was that makes yeah, yeah, yeah I feel you I feel there I'm were with plenty you. people I were seeing that waited for it to be beaten mm-hmm. so they could go into last wish so they could go into scourge and they could level up more because mm-hmm. that last 
Last Encounter was kicking everybody's butt. Yeah, I think I think so. It was literally it. just the level. So if everybody got to fight the encounters at 700, 710, 720, or whatever the numbers are in between, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If everybody was above that enough to where everybody had an even fight, yeah, that would truly be like there is no question. The ultimate this level, level, yeah, and you get a week and a half to get there. Okay, yeah, you're gonna have to play. You're gonna have to commit. And if you're on vacation, that one may not happen. But right. if you do have some time in that window, three or four days, switch off a couple characters, play a couple hours a night, get yourself mm. ready. Then that one day you still take off, you know, but it it widens it. I, I think that would be the only thing that widens it. And I think Say No to Rage, I listened to one of his, he was probably yeah, saying say? something. Oh, so, I like Say No. Literally the same thing. Like that. He was yeah. like, I like the contest, could use some tweaks, but the six hour window is too short. And I was like, and that's too probably short. the biggest thing I yeah. agree. Now having experienced that too. Okay, so First then day. what about this? I don't, before I, I know we're beating this to death. I just got to ask you one. Yeah. What about this um, Tuesday launch? What about Friday with contest rules? So you got maybe three days. Yeah, three days not enough for you. Seven hundred, whatever. And then they still cap you. First encounter, second, you know, last encounter, or whatever. Would you like. have? Would you have time in three days? Yes, three days give me time. Three days. I wanted them. To, yeah, but at the end of the day, you're still going to be capped, right? You at are going to be capped to a point, but I'm just saying, this week right now wouldn't mm-hmm. have given you enough time. There's no way in hell you would have had enough time. I would have played if I wasn't traveling to E3 or Well, that's tonight. why I'm that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, E3 is an odd example, but I'm just saying, like, three mm-hmm. days or even just a week, like, you're kind of getting to the point where the shorter the window, the mm-hmm. more RNG can screw people. Right. If you get, like, six gloves and four energy weapons in a low, you're like, sitting here at the same thing I got like eight of my power drops and I'm kind of screwed like there's almost a point where if you go like a full extra week like if you Mm -hmm. did the 10 days like last wish but Mm -hmm. you like you'll be fine but -hmm. that contest levels the playing field first and then you may be able to jump in and be over leveled which they may not want to and that's a balance I don't know and that's the other side I don't know like that's but for that first time through more than six hours, three days, I don't know, even four, like, three start on a Saturday. Three days enough, bro. 36 hours, bro. Not enough. Three days is 72 hours. 72 is good. Um, 72 is not enough. Like, I got there and I know how much I played. Mm-hmm. But it just, oh, like, what if they did it on a damn Saturday? What if they did it on, like, a Saturday at noon? Less people probably had to take off at work. It's not in the middle of a week. I know they mm-hmm. like watching it up at a bungee theater, but they live there. Go drive back up there and watch it. <laughs> you do that once a quarter. I think you guys can go back to work and watch it in the theater. He sounds like, better. He sounds better. No, I'm just joking with you. I'm messing But you. no, it's like, I mean, mm. my level didn't matter. I was mm. going in 715 and I still felt squishy. So the contest modifier took execution mm. is my point. Yeah, absolutely. So like, that's the point where I don't think it would have mattered um, mm-hmm. for us just because I was feeling squishy and just mm-hmm. it's hard. And it was a hard thing to execute Pert, like there can't be a flaw of like I'm standing in the wrong spot in fire, I die doing night's fire. Like you can't yeah. do that. Like you have to be perfect with that thing on. So right. I don't know how to solve the problem of after the raid launches, people being over leveled and making it too easy. You still have to execute, mm-hmm. but it would be too yeah. easy. But I think leveling the pl- the more time you give before it launches mm-hmm. levels the playing field better. Is my opinion. So like mine would be about a week if I had to if I had to pick a time frame, it would be a week. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking I'm leaning with the three or four days, but I wouldn't be mad if they did a week. Because remember it also deter- the other reason why I think a week works what you're saying in conjunction with the raid being extensive like a last wish. 
But if these raids are to me, these are little bigger than raid layers. And I, I think that it's really what from what I saw, like three major encounters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The you boss so, phase is the first is one. The jumping puzzle I haven't seen, but yeah, yeah there's you know what I mean? So a, I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, it, it's an experiment. We'll see if they if they tweak, you know what I mean? If they if they want to, you know, do anything like that. But um, yeah, I definitely would like to see more people in the mix. But yo, shout out to them guys. They did their thing, even with the restrictions and six hours. You know, I, shout out to them. Dude. There was no way I was doing. It. I was just like, it's, it's, I, I'm just not in the right possibility this week. Yeah. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. shout out to both of them. Just like both teams going nuts right in there. Um, yeah. So it was not an easy thing with that contest modifier. I don't think there were a lot of people out there with that emblem. So yeah. we'll see now as the grind already happened for a lot of people. Like people mm-hmm. are to a point where now if you went back in at this level at a normal light, maybe mm-hmm. we'll be getting a decent amount of raid jackets out there. We'll see. So Makes I would sense. like to still try for that jacket. So Yeah, jacket's fire. The mm-hmm. other piece is the menagerie. Ooh, yeah, break it down, break it down. So the menagerie... Basically, you get the invitation, and this is how they did it, too. It's on mm-hmm. all characters that the power boost works. So as you go nice. through the quest of the Menagerie, it starts sending gear that you're picking up at 690, sends it to mm-hmm. the other two. I saw it pop into my oh, nice. on other two. So you're just getting nice. 690 on the other characters. So Nice. Um, so it, it gets you in there pretty quick. It's a quest about the chalice. You go out, do a couple things. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. there's a little so benedict is basically or no it's actually a new guy it's like werner 9940 it's the dude on the barge the big gold ship yeah. that's the thing that's where you go is the barge and talk to this the other robot but mm. callus is talking through the robot yes. so you wanted your connection you had mm. the voice lines from callus it wasn't quite mm. a cinematic nice. but you had that something that's all yep that's yep. all it's like Good. the hive have invaded we're here we're doing so that's mm-hmm. there was at least the voice lines to explain that so that was cool mm-hmm. um yeah. So the way I'll go Chalice first, or I'll go Menagerie first, and then I'll go Chalice because Chalice yeah. is the complicated piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, which shout out to Nearest. Follow that man on Twitter. He's gonna have some fun infographics when all the stuff's figured out. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as crazy, but I know there's probably gonna be some specific ones. Yeah. The Menagerie is. I've think of it. I'm trying to think of the encounters I've had. One, two, three, four. There's like five or six different encounters. Mm-hmm. And they're all timed. The farther mm-hmm. you have, like a bar that you fill, and if you mm-hmm. start over here, and like the first encounter, you kind of suck and you only get here. But the second okay. encounter, you like completely knock out and you make more progress on the bar. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, so I got here. And then if the third encounter you do well, you've only got three. But if you like shorten them up, you might have more time in four encounters. Mm-hmm. And then it finally steers you back to the boss room. So okay. the encounters, I've had two different counters be different. Or one mm-hmm. encounter have two different variations. Um, but everything's timed. The mechanics aren't too crazy. They're pretty straightforward. Um, there's one where you're just trying to hold down plates, basically, by being overrun nice. by lots and lots of stuff. But it, like, escalates the longer you're there. Uh, there's triumph mm. for trying to get through these things without the time running out, which I haven't done any of those yet. Because the bosses just keep getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> so light level is going to be a thing to be able to be powerful in there. Okay. Um, and then even the boss mechanics aren't too crazy and okay. the boss doesn't have a time limit on him. So if you, you finally work through the encounters, you get back to the boss rooms, people seem to coordinate and it's more just seems about survival. I haven't experienced the point where I've lost one yet. I've only done a few, but I haven't lost. Um, okay. 
But there's one, for example, like you're running around, there's knights, normal knights mm-hmm. with like the the, the shield, shield that you can break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're walking along, um, they will beat the hell out of you and nearly one shot you. So you got to shoot those from a little bit of distance, but they drop a sword, a hive sword. Mm-hmm. Then okay. there's knights walking around that have a actual projected shield on them. You can wow. break that with the sword. Mm-hmm. Then when they, then when the shield drops in, everybody can damage them. So then you're all getting a lot of more people. So as soon as the knights die, then you get swords and more people have swords running around. Then the knights turn into ogres with shields. Now the Ooh. ogres actually don't smash you as much if you're smashing them a lot. Um, yeah. Then you're breaking those shields. So it escalates like the levels. And mm-hmm. then I think I got to one, we didn't kill it, but I saw like a named ogre, which might be the final one in the sword encounter. Right. There's another one like Argos. You pick up these little void skulls and you have to break purple crystals with your beam. But those mm-hmm. things will also just wreck the enemies. So it's your timing mm-hmm. of how quick can you get through the waves of crystals and not die. Then there's little mini bosses that spawn. But no matter if you don't make it through in a full encounter, whatever okay. length of time, whatever like progress you make in that thing, it adds it to your bar of like progress for all of the menagerie. So okay. if the first one you make it through, like, oh, we did really crappy on the first one. You get just a tiny chunk. Second one, we almost got the boss down. We got like you know, a third of the bar instead of like maybe a tenth or something like, like you get a much bigger chunk if you do well. So that was one thing. So if you do like a crappy one, a pretty good one, and a really amazing one, you might be done with those like wait the three section done in three sections. So it's not. Let me ask you a quick question. So it's not based on com- successful completion. It's based on progress, progress like. within each thing, which is cool. nice. Yeah. So and it's random. Mm-hmm. So like you'll okay. go through and like I've done the sword first, and then I've gone and mm-hmm. I went down and held the little platforms. Then I've gone and done the thing where you're running through the beams of light and gathering up stuff. So like you'll go in a different order every time too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the matchmaking's there. I could see mm-hmm. heroic being dicey, so I can definitely kind of see <laughs> why you're gonna want the pre-made for that. Mm-hmm. And heroic is so, gonna be a thing too. So that's like that's the kind of the way it overall works. You go through however many however many encounters it takes for you to fill your bar, you fill it. Mm-hmm. Right. Then after that, then you go to the boss. We're gonna get a new boss on Tuesday. Okay. And then the week after, we get another boss. Mm-hmm. Um. So those will be potentially maybe on rotation. Maybe they'll be... I'm hoping they're random in the end, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, once the bosses unlock, I'm hoping they're random. So they give time for people to experience and understand them. And then if mm-hmm. I go do three in the same day, I'm hoping they're random. Because fighting the same boss multiple times yeah, in the same day get does get a little old if that's the only one you're going to fight all week. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. as they unlock that those are random too. Because everything else is random in the order you fight. And I've seen a couple variations and things like that. So that's actually pretty cool. So let me ask you this. In reference to last question, I know it's early. You know, you've been rocking for a few days, but I guess my question is versus escalation protocol. Where, where, do, where is it sitting in pocket as far as, a, you know, an activity, you know, a cooperative activity so far? Like, where is it? Just early feel. What's your ranking like? Of those types of things? Yeah, like, obviously, we got blind well. We know. We Probably got, for me, depending on how the bosses come in, there's mm-hmm. at least three. If there weren't as many bosses, but there are three. I know Escalation has more. Mm-hmm. Escalation are above it. Mm, you like, still got Escalation above. Okay. No, like, because there's a lot of boss variation there. Like, yeah. So the thing, I mean, when you go through the Escalation Protocol, when you fought it, you know the seven waves. Right. Now, you're going to know the encounters in this one, but you're at mm-hmm. least not going to face them in the same order. The waves mm. one through six in Escalation are going to be the same, generally. Okay. Right. Minus a public event that might pop in. 
But those right. are going to be the same. Like wave six is going to be the big dudes. Wave five is not quite that. You've always got the crystals. Like that doesn't right. ever change. This will at least be a different order. Uh, mm-hmm. The matchmaking is there. So you've got six in there. Um, mm-hmm. And just the fact that you've got the progress, mm-hmm. the times, the triumphs, and then the boss to fight at the end. The mm-hmm. boss mechanics were kind of cool so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me right now, I want to see the yeah. bosses, but it's probably going to be the best one. Almost, so you got... I got okay. it above everything, honestly, right now. Oh, that's what I'm saying, because Forte agrees with you right now. He's, no, pending he's on the pending, like, pending on bosses being in like actual random rotation especially, mm-hmm. but even then, probably still above it. For something that I will go grind out happily, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm hearing also, like, um, you know, it's just like, the, just the matchmaking itself, like, just having that, right, is, is, is a huge deal. Matchmaking is huge. Mm. Just like, I mean, that's the thing, we like, we jumped into an encounter. We worked on it for a little bit. And there were only like three or four. I'm like, why are we getting worked? And then I mm-hmm. stopped before we went to the next encounter. We waited. A couple mm-hmm. of people got match made in. They joined for the second part. You mm, pick nice. when you get to start encounter. There are raid banners at each encounter. Okay. Um, nice. So nice. you pick when you start it. You, the progress works. Mm. The timer is pushing you to try it. The time is there, but it's not like going to like, it's not a fail state, yeah. which is good. Um, now, heroic might be different. Those might be like yeah. fail states for certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like Blackwing said, right? Menagerie feels yeah. like what they learned yeah. from all of these. Y'all things. excited me. Y'all excited me now. And then what I like, if y'all saying all this and it's that good too, what excites me is the grinding, excuse me, for those roles, right? Those, those roles. That's the extra layer. And then picking, they seem like they learn. Okay, this is good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I got to try I'm bring I'm bringing the laptop, so I got uh, I got that 1060. You're not gonna running. have time to play, man. Bro, I got two nights. I could at night I can sneak a little, you know. I was like, you might be able to, but I was like, you sneak guys are gonna sound. be doing so much. So I'll try. <laughs> so the other piece of how that works, and sorry, I've been talking, but you know, no, no, you played. I haven't. Hmm? Uh, yeah, shout out to the sniper. It does have an amazing perk, the new beloved sniper. That's actually what it's called. It's not be a beloved. beloved. Um, the perk on that one, I forget the name. Basically mm. reduces flinch. Mm. So that's their... Uh, Wait, what's the name of this sniper? Because I was getting killed. Beloved. Group. Oh, I haven't got killed by that. There's some sniper that's just, just destroying me right now. I'm really getting Revoker? Upset. I haven't... I'm, that's the new Crucible one. But it's some... Maybe it's an old one. Tatara or something? Tatara Gaze? Yeah, what's that's that? That's the Black one. Oh, Lord. I'm, I'm I'm having cold sweats right now in Crucible with that. Because everybody's using snipers to get Everyone is using now. snipers. And I... that one, man, I can't. Yo, it's it's beast. And I'm, I'm like shooting. I'm like, yo, where's the flinch, fam? And you're still getting the snipes off. Oh, there's I'm like, like four of them sitting down hallways and stuff. It's ridiculous. I haven't yeah. started that grind yet. But, yep, that'll be a thing. Yeah, get in the Crucible. But, yeah, shout out to my service revolver down. And shout out to um, giving us some game right quick. Getaway artist. Woo, I got it. Nice. Yeah, it's real, it's real, it's real. I'm feeling real special. I think I played with um real quick. I think I played with Triple Red last night. Oh, nice. But I got I, it could be a fake triple red. Is it is, what is it? Is he right? I don't uh, know what I, don't I gotta know find out what it is. Yeah. PC, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's fraudulent frauding is him or him. I was playing <laughs> with he was really good and we won. It was it was great and comp. Continue. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's most of them, the menagerie. Really cool. And the end, you get to the chest. Now, the chest interacts with your chalice that you unlock mm-hmm. through the quest line. Mm-hmm. Now, the way the chalice works, you start and you'll have these things you unlock. Um, and they take Imperials. And that's the 
currency that you're going to have, and that's just like stored basically on your chalice. So it's not anything that's going to take up an inventory slot. Mm-hmm. Um, the first slot basically lets you pick what right. you're going for. So you got the purple, which you start with. Uh, then you got the blue, the red, and the green. And in the mm-hmm. bottom left-hand corner of the chalice, once you get the first thing unlocked, you can yeah. work on your upgrades. So, but the difference is you can kind of pick. Mm. Okay, hold on. I want to talk about this intelligently for a second. So sorry. <laughs> go for it. I'm gonna boot up Destiny Reflest. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Do boot it up. Do what you gotta do. Um. So that's gonna be a fun thing on screen. Sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. But the chalice has the top section, which is what you pick. Then you have the mm-hmm. specialization. Then you can pick your masterwork. Now, right. so if you're going for the rolls, you can be like, I want a stability masterwork with... Mm-hmm. I don't know the middle slot because that's the one I haven't unlocked yet. So that's where I'm kind of clueless. Mm-hmm. And then top mm-hmm. one's what you pick. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to get a little bungee music for a little while, guys. Sorry, <laughs> get in there in a second. Let's go. Uh, so once you get in there, then you're going to be trying to figure out like what do you want to go for but there's also like especially when you level up these imperials are going to be so that's what i'm saying if you can i don't know if you're going to get a chance to play but there's like weekly bounties that are Mm -hmm. worth like your time to go grind because those are going to get you imperials and those are worth a chunk so if you get time to do nothing else like your imperial quest and then doing um the like weekly bounties just so you can actually get the imperials that's going to be crucial yeah, I'm up to the part where I have to get Imperials. That's literally, I didn't know what they was. I was literally, I, I was the last I got a chance to play. It was like, now you got to get Imperials to do something for Carolus. So I'm like, okay. All right, so, Chalice. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm in here looking at it. All good. Okay, so you've got purple runes that will get you as follows. Class mm-hmm. items, submachine guns, or sniper rifles. That's the okay. first one you can get, you can get to. Mm-hmm. Red gems will get you gloves, Boots or power weapons. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to the gems that you can... Un- so you start with just the purple gems and the top thing open. That's the first things you unlock. And mm-hmm. then from there, you get the decision in how you like level up your chalice, basically. Now, mm-hmm. you'll eventually probably do it all over time, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But you've got improvements on the right that are power and efficiency. You get an additional weekly reward with one of them. Second one is an additional weekly reward, and playlist activities may now rarely award Imperials. As Imperials are a limited currency, yeah, that one potentially I can see being very important to do early. So I got that one. Gotcha. The third one in power, power and efficiency, which costs 8,000 Imperials, by the way. That's going to be a while. Weekly Ooh. powerful rewards from the final chest in the Menagerie will Ooh. now drop a Season of Opulence mod. So that's how you're going to specifically go for your mods. So those will take a little while to get. Right. I seen an extra mod slot on an Eververse item, I got. I was like, what's this op with Imperial? I mean, Opulence mod. I was like, what the hell is this? Yep. And now it's it's only for specific things now. Because they've added year one gear with Opulence mod slots. Yep. So mm-hmm. that will be the Opulence mods. That's how you get those. But that's going to be a hell of a grind. Yes. Then you have your rune bonus. Uh, mm. You got three levels of that. Grants an additional mm. rune from Werner 9940's bounties and rune finder consumables, which you can buy all right. the rune finder consumables you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, rune bonus two. One actively slotted rune is refunded upon looting the final chest in Menagerie. So your okay. runes won't get burned as much. 
Mm-hmm. And then the third one of the rune bonuses grants a chance to gain an additional non-powerful reward from the final chest. You won't get the high level, but you might get another drop. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's going to be the same drop you're going for. Like, if you're going for a sniper rifle, do you get two? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good so point. So that, I don't know how specific that's going to be, or it's mm-hmm. just an extra piece. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Then you've got rune compatibility, and this is the other piece. Now, I spent some of mine on rune compatibility one, which maybe or maybe I shouldn't have done. I don't know. <laughs> that unlocked my red slot runes. Okay. So you have to choose which ones you're going to unlock. Mm. So the red runes will do uh, class-specific arm and leg armor and power weapons. That's the one I already yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Then the next one, that's 3,500 Imperials, is going to get you hand cannons, sidearms, and helms. And then the final one for 6,000 is going to be chest armor, fusions, and shotguns. Okay. So basically, you have some form of control on what you're going yeah. for. Do I want to go for all the different variants? Well, that's where I spend it all first. Do I mm-hmm. want to be able to get more powerful drops first? That's your choice. Do I want the mods? Am I going to spend it? Do I even care about the other gear right now, or do I just want the mods to be able to put in other stuff? And that's right. all a thing. So mm-hmm. your top slot is picking what you're going for. Your left-hand slot is unlocking gear specializations. Mm -hmm. So unlock this rune slot to control the specific properties of the gear defined by the top gear type. Unlocking this rune slot increases the number of runes rewarded from the treasure hunt bounties. That's fine. So Mm -hmm. if you're going for specific, says like to control the specific properties of gear. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's... Because then you have the masterwork on the other side. Mm -hmm. Masterwork's going to be your masterwork perk. Do you think you can actually control the perks you're going for? The vibe I got was yeah, you can because they I remember what we did last last uh the last twab, they they said hey we're giving you one away with handling on a sniper. Yeah, now that one you could pick. Like the number one would be the sniper. I would put in the rune of jubilation. It's a purple one. Right. And right. then the masterwork slot when you figure out where those go. Right. They're like okay, put this one in here. But there was a third one they said, and I don't and that specialization. Because mm-hmm. you have weapons and armor you can go for, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. by the way. I wasn't sure if it was weapons or armor or both. So your specialization, mm-hmm. is that going to be, like, your armor ammo reserves? Is that going to be... Mm-hmm. Is that going to be your resistance, your void, arc, and solar? But, I mean, mm-hmm. you have, like... You're going to eventually have 12 runes. Yeah. And for specializations on armor, 12 is definitely a lot more than void, arc, and solar. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. so is it like, is it heavyweight? Is it a mobility armor? Is it something like that? Or did they let you get into the nitty gritty? When you go to weapons and you pick a specialization, are we talking about like a sniper with a, you know, is it an adaptive frame sniper? Or are we talking mm-hmm. about something with like snapshot sights? I don't know that one. That's the piece I don't know. That's the mm-hmm. one I'm unclear as to how specific you're going to be able to grind. Mm. It's All interesting. Right, so. I, I just I just love the customization. I love how excited you once you said you ranked it over my beloved escalation protocol, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. That's that's high praise coming from you because I love EP. I still would run EP, you know, any chance I got. So I'm, I'm liking what I'm hearing. And then I can't rank, rank to run with six, man. Just, you know, getting in the mix and, and trying stuff out, man. Shout out to the nerfs because I heard um, Dyer Armankara. Oh, boy. Eesh. It's real, it's real tough out here, man. You got to get new exotics. got to get new flows. Oh, yeah. But I can't wait to try stuff out, man. Anything you've been messing, any builds you've been messing with specifically that feel good? Any new exotics drop for you? Anything? No. Like somebody I was playing with was saying, like, have you guys noticed more exotics? I have zero so far. Okay. I've played a lot of powerful drops. Not mm-hmm. one exotic. 
okay. goose egg yeah. on that stuff so far. So no oh, idea okay. on any of that stuff. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're saying Damn. in chat, by the way, the specialization, uh, Christian mm-hmm. Klingberg. So thank you. Um, Shout out to Christian. Is just what type of weapon and armor piece you get. So like fire rate or adaptive frame or something like that. So potentially perks are still going to be the random pieces, but you're just going mm-hmm. for. You know, do I want a sniper that's, like, heavy or fast or whatever? So those, I think, are going to be your choice. Not as much on, like, do I want snapshots? So it's kind of what I figured the random rolls would be there, so that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Clarification helps, though. Um, yep. But, yeah, so, like, the nice thing was having the chalice. I was going mm-hmm. through and level, like, my two lowest slots were gloves and boots. And mm-hmm. that was one of the reasons I got the... I was lucky enough, and I got the red gym as one of my unlocks. Yeah. I went and I had powerful gear, and I was like, I need gloves. I went mm-hmm. and got gloves and I got powerful <laughs> gloves. And then I was like, I spent some Imperials. I unlocked the second powerful slot and I was like, I need boots. I have a gym for that. <laughs> I ran one more time and I got boots. So nice. like, the fact that you can pick a couple Positive. like low slots, it's a nice way to help. RNG may have its moments and like, I am struggling right. to get a class item. And as, mm-hmm. once you're leveled up, it's not going to matter as much. Right. But as you're leveling and especially if you're doing multiple characters, like, man, this one slot is sucked. Uh, screw it, I'll just go to the menagerie and go upgrade this one right now. You can pick. So leveling them other characters will help a little bit too. Nice. So. I'm like, dude, I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm I'm definitely going to that so, salute Destiny in on that laptop. So yeah, I think it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, mm-hmm. All in all, pretty, pretty kind of awesome. <laughs> Best nice. way I can phrase that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the question that I think most people are going to have mm-hmm. is when you get into... What mm-hmm. else is going to come? So we've got a new boss right. in the Truth Quest, and right. the new boss in the Iron Iron Banner Quest, and then Heroic yes. Mode. Yeah, I wonder what that's So if you have too. three bosses, and then the Heroic Mode, it seems like this is a very front-loaded season. Yes. Because yes. we got the Raid, we got the Menagerie, Heroic Mode mm-hmm. is June, Lumina Quest is July 2nd, and then we're talking mm-hmm. probably a lull in the summer. Season of Solstice of Heroes is going to be that grind. Mm-hmm. That you know everybody's going to go for, but yeah, it's a very June is going to be where it's hopping, and then you might have a little time before September. So is, is my feeling because once you you know if you want to grind them all up, it's fine. But if you don't, mm-hmm. obviously you may not need to. But yeah. um yeah, you'll have you'll have some you'll have most of it's pretty stacked in that first four weeks actually. Hype man, like what I'm hearing, opulence baby. So, yeah, we are at two and a half hours. Yeah, wow, yeah, we rocking, we rocked. So, it's been an awesome podcast. Thank you, guys. Chat yes, has sir. been amazing in here. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we go, I'm going to put a link in chat, and you guys can check the description in a couple other places. Um, this isn't for me. This is just a place for you guys to do it. But mm-hmm. as we're going to Guardian Con, and they are already supporting St. Jude's anyway, Uh, basically I just set up through a link from me just because I'm trying to help as well from my community is donations to St. Jude. So Mm -hmm. like the amount that they have raised before is amazing. The two point whatever million dollars they've done before. I just have a baby campaign, but Mm -hmm. anything that you guys want to donate to St. Jude, I've got a link in chat. I'll have links all over the place for about the next couple of months just to see at least through all of us through last word through my community. And if you got anything in yours, I can give you the link as well. Just mm-hmm. to see how much we can help contribute to St. Jude. Because, awesome. Awesome. I mean, when it comes to cancer for children, that's one of the probably the worst things I could ever imagine. Yeah. And some the the effort they put forwards, like the amount that they've cured, like going from 20% to like 80%. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to sh- tell you guys, if you guys do want to be generous, I know the subs are really helpful. Donations are cool. But at this point right now, guys, if you want to put your money anywhere, donate there. 
yeah, go absolutely. help support that cause. I've got a link. 100% goes towards the St. Jude's Guardian Con Fund. Um, so it's all going to St. Jude's. If you guys have anything about that, questions or anything, let me know. But that is one thing. If you're listening to this on audio, find me on Twitter, anything like that. Um, I'll probably have the link posted. And usually on the video version of these, I will definitely have it underneath. So I wanted to shout that one out um, and just say if you guys if you guys are feeling generous right now, share the love that direction right now because they deserve it. Mm-hmm. So absolutely good good cause, always positive vibes, man. So and yeah, definitely, man. Any anything you guys contribute, definitely much appreciated, man. Great cause. Uh, but that's about all I got. Uh, we have probably filled your ears with enough speculation about what is to come. Um, we know a lot of what is to come. The cross save. And everything is, that's Woo! probably one of the biggest things. The free entry is really cool. Oh, and then Eris and the moon just, dude. Ugh. We got we got a lot of happiness, and the next week is going to be, I don't know how much more they're probably going to drop on stage with Jeff Keighley. I think in E3 they're going to have the, they're going to mm-hmm. talk about all that stuff. Yeah. Like Deej will be in there explaining everything that's happening, what's free, what's coming, cross save, yeah. and all that stuff. I just don't know how, I don't think there's going to be new that much new stuff. Maybe there will be, but I'm just not holding my breath. I think they gave us all their cards mm-hmm. right now. I think they're just doing that on the E3 stage as well. Yeah, I think so. I think that. Um, but again, let's be honest. They they didn't. They don't have to go to E3. I mean, this they could literally have finished this right here. And yeah. we, this is perfectly fine. Like, there's really no need to go. So, you know, I, I think we get a regurgitation. Yes, 90, 80 to eighty percent, ninety percent. I think we get a few more nuggets. That's what that's what I'm going with. But I, I think, yeah, this is going to be it. Like, they definitely, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, shot this shot with this. But there's, there's some stuff that I think we might get some, maybe a little bit more detail. And one thing about Keegley, he's going to press. He's going to press on certain questions. He's going to ask certain things. I was like, and, if he's um, facing Deej, he's got the ultimate and uh, ultimate oh, yeah, question that's, ninja. That's the battle. That's going to be the battle. The battle of marketing, savvy versus interview, you know, technique and guile. It, it, that's, I'm going to watch the, the, the heavyweight titans <laughs> avoid each other's questions. <laughs> yeah, so E3 will Good. get a more exposure, get the free mm-hmm. cross-save, the Stadia stuff. That'll hopefully get a bit yeah. more out there. And then yep. we'll see, as you said, if we get any more nuggets. But that'll be mm-hmm. Tuesday. Uh, yeah. i got to look up the time. It's like middle of the day, I think, almost dead center. Uh, I think yeah. it's like noon Pacific. Yeah, um, something like it. Let me 10 a.m. Pacific. I gotta see. I gotta. I, I gotta look like at my schedule up and look at it. The I know you'll know. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there, man. Yep. So I'm looking forward to it. We'll send this man some good vibes out there as his travels to E3 go smooth and all his conferences and things he gets to talk to are awesome. Get all mm-hmm. your exclusive videos and content and talk to all the people and network as you should. Um, My brother. So tell him where My to brother. look for all that future stuff that's coming, sir. Yeah, man, check us out, man. E3 Iron Law Podcast returns to E3, man. So excited. My favorite time of year. It's literally the Super Bowl of gaming, as far as I'm concerned. So much fun. It's almost and also fraternal. You get to see a lot of friends and content creators that um you know you interact with and get to see them. It's our yearly kind of thing. And then a lot of the, the higher-ups, executives, I mean, all over the place, man. I mean, I met a lot of bungee guys there as well. Um, I believe uh Christopher Barrett. You know, Deej, the list goes on, you know, and it's good to see a lot of those faces. But, yeah, we're going to be out there, man. Iron Law Podcast, YouTube, please check us out. We're going to be doing a ton of content, some pre-recorded. We're going to do some live streams. We're going to do conference reactions. We're going to be hitting up a lot of these stuff. Bethesda's, the Microsoft's, the, the Ubisoft's, you know, um, who else? PC Gaming Show, we're going to be out there as well. 
uh, sponsored by the Epic Store. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's gonna be AMD. We're gonna be doing uh, those conversations with the uh, tech. <laughs> Say hi to Deej. From no, I'll try to get a, get a hold of him, man. I think Luke Smith will be there and Noseworthy most likely. So um, I'll definitely I'll try my best, man. It's gonna be tough to try to. I'm a big dude, but I don't know if I can elbow all that, you know, <laughs> secret service out there. To yeah, that's them. gonna be tough. Yeah, but yeah, that that's a dream, you know. That's a bucket list to 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 have an interview with those guys, if possible. Get some type of feedback, you know. I believe they're doing a panel, you know. I'd love to ask them some tough questions if possible. But um, yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna be out there. So uh, check us out, Iron Law Podcast YouTube. Check me out, Lord Cognito on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And also check out, please check out LordsOfGaming.net. We're gonna be doing live blogging. Put a lot of stuff up there as well. And besides, I'm also gonna start putting the last word up there as well. If you miss it, as well as uh, King doing King of the Statues. He's got Infinity Gauntlet up right now, man. Check it out. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And the last thing I'll plug is um for you Switch owners. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, we're doing a fantastic giveaway. Please go to lordsofgaming.net, go to the um, Ultimate Alliance um, King, I mean, King of Statues, and you'll see the giveaway in there as well. So check us out, man. We're going to be busy, but we're going to be vibing a lot. And I got, oh, one last exclusive, a blockbuster that I can't talk about right now that I'm going to get to see behind the scenes. But, man, I'm excited. The minute I can get the lid off of that one, I won't be in Gadget. I'm not breaking in deal. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will tell you guys exactly. Yeah, shout out to Engadget breaking all type of NDAs today. Uh, but, um, yeah, man. <laughs> Bender said, you could just go ahead and give me that Marvel Alliance. Just good. Yeah, you man, won. I'll put good the job. Let me put the link in your chat. So uh, check out King of Statues while you're there. At the bottom of the article, you will see our giveaway through Gleam. So get in there. Get your shot to win it. It's going to be the Switch game of the summer, in my opinion. I'm also going to be hitting that up to Nintendo and see what they're doing. They got a lot of good stuff to show. But yeah, I'm happy, man. Salute to E. Yeah, throw the link up in this. there again. Thank you, bro. Throw it one more time? Yeah, throw it up one more time. All right. That is the article. And it will give you the link directly for the giveaway as a little bonus. In it. Sweet. Guys, you have that so you can try to win it and check it out. But yeah, man, that's what it got, man. Shout out to E. We did a nice little impromptu. We had tons of news the last two. This is fun, man. This is yeah, fun. it's been it's been crazy mm -hmm. in the world of gaming. Mm -hmm. Keep your eyes glued on the internet next week because it's all going to be out there. This man will be covering a lot of it for you, so stay tuned. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I'm pumped, excited, and you guys know where to find me: Twitter, Twitch, right here, YouTube. If you're mm -hmm. watching me there, if you're on the audio platform, come find me. Come find me on any of those. Um, and that just keeps growing as well. So thank you guys very much for everything. Ebontis, E-B-O-N-T-I-S. Google it. You'll find me. It's easy. Yes. Uh, but I'll Absolutely. probably be streaming. I do want to try and do the raid this weekend, so I will definitely nice. see if I can squeeze Stream that one it. in. Stream I want to see, it. If I can, want to see if I can get that jacket as an option. I don't know how much it's going to yeah. cost, but looks like a nice one I might have to try and go for. So, Got to do it, brother. Got to do it. I want to see you stream it. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. You guys have all been amazing. Um, and for episode 62, for an impromptu on a Thursday, it has been the, the last, last word. word.